Um, to so what? You're just chilling with Joseph. Chilling with Joseph. <laughs> what happened to band practice, man? And Joseph goes, "Tell him we're busy making magic. We're busy making magic, buddy." Which is code for Joseph is. <laughs> 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 He's teaching him the grapefruit technique. What is fool got more comics than a motherfucker? Ready? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MCMF, the comic book podcast, where I try to get you, dear listener, into the wonderful world of comic books. My name is Marcus, Mr. Summers, if you are nasty. Joining me on this episode... <laughs> I realized you've never started that bit. Um, if you're nasty. <laughs> um, joining me on this episode to talk about Scott Pilgrim Gets It Together is, uh, all the way from the Great White North, my dear friend, Charlie... Hello, I am Charlie. I am a bona fide Torontonian, not really. Um, we, <laughs> the we greater pretend, Toronto area. I we can pretend I was born here. Um, <laughs> hello. Uh, how you doing, Charlie? Uh, I'm doing great. My throat's a little sore, so I apologize if there's any uh, crackliness or any my voice entirely dyingness. I have woken up. Uh, circa two hours ago. <laughs> you, Actually, no, you, circa one hour ago. You sent me a message at like 10, you, uh, 10 my time, you were like, hey, uh, what's the plan? I'm like, oh, we can go in like half an hour. You're like, I just woke up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we are here to talk about one of our kind of collective favorites, one of the things that we bonded over mm-hmm. very early into our friendship, uh, our mutual love of this series. Um, a series about terrible people. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally just the bad things happen all the time, and everyone sucks. The series, <laughs> except Kim. Everyone but Kim and Knives, like, suck. Yeah, suck so bad. Like, if we had to, to rank everyone in order of suckitude, at the top is Gideon. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Leave Woman Alone, the series. <laughs> this series is a series of... Am I the asshole post? It's like, it's just, am I the asshole? Like Gideon, am I the asshole? I, 33M, uh, uh, contacted all of my ex, 22Fs. (laughs) (laughs) Contacted all of her exes and formed a guild (laughs) to control the future of her love life. It's like r slash relationship advice. I, F25, cheated on my boyfriend, M23, because I thought he was cheating on me, but it turns out he wasn't. What do I do? (laughs) Ah, uh, and the the apparent advice is ignore it. (laughs) Edit, update. He has since killed my ex-girlfriend. Everything is solved. (laughs) We are moving in together. (laughs) Everyone in the comments is like, get therapy. E-S-H. <laughs> everyone sucks here. Everyone sucks. Uh, everyone, suck. but... Uh, the boyfriend sucks. The girl you cheated with sucks. Weirdly, in this book, Scott is, like, the one person who doesn't totally suck. Like, the things that happen are not his right. fault. 
Yeah, um, no, absolutely. A rare occurrence in Mr. Pilgrim's life. <laughs> like, this book is real, like a real turning point for Scott as a character. Yeah. Um, that's the, Hence the title, Scott Pilgrim Gets It Together. Yeah, because, he gets a job, he gets the power of love, uh, what's going on? You know, he fucking grows up enough to tell Ramona, who he's been dating for, at this point, like, six months or something. Yeah, at like, least, right? Like, four or five months. They've been together since yeah. the spring. It's the summer now. Um, and Because it's late July, I think. Well, it was it was snowing at the beginning. Of right. It's like early spring. It's like, it's like February, March. Because Scott says yeah. in that book, he's like, it's way too snowy. It's like April. Yeah, which is incredibly and painfully accurate of Canada. We do not stop getting like snow until like end of April, and I'm like, why is this happening? When I moved out of Chicago, the second time, the most recent time, when I left Chicago, I left on April 9th, I think. Mm -hmm. April 9th, 2018. Mm -hmm. I left, and it was snowing that day. Yeah. <laughs> like, how the fuck I was wearing short sleeves in the city last week. How is it snowing? No, like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, in Canada, it snows, like, October to April. I'm like, that's, like, half the year. No, I will stay here in the Nevada desert uh, where I never have to worry about these things. Because the elevation the is too... <laughs> The elevation's too low. It just snow does not stay on the ground here. It's hostile. It's hostile to snow. <laughs> in in Canada, the joke is that we have two seasons, which is winter and construction, and I can attest to that so bad. Construction has been going outside, like going on outside my house for like legit a year. Like they're doing something with the sewage, and I'm like, this is horrible because I'm waking up at seven a.m. every day to my house sounding like it's about to fall down. Like what? I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't an earthquake zone. I didn't realize we were on the Pacific Ring of Fire. <laughs> you wake up and this, the plot of Pacific Rim is happening outside your window. <laughs> yeah, for real. What the fuck? I'm like, I didn't sign up to be like caught in the crossfire of a mecha fight. <laughs> Stacker Pentecost. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm like. Why are there kaiju outside my window? Uh, speaking of kaiju, this book has a very funny cover because when they re-released all these in color, they redid yeah. all the covers. And yeah, so the yeah, cover yeah. for book four <laughs> has Wallace standing on the cover with no pants. Um, <laughs> I mean, which is not inaccurate He, he wears no pants this whole book. He just Yeah. <laughs> I think I can count on one hand the number of times Wallace appears wearing pants in this book. I mean, he he is so pantsless cuz it's like Scott walks in on him and he's like literally in the middle of gay sex like Scott <laughs> is like like Wallace is in the middle of fucking a dude. Uh, Wallace Scott. is making like a smoothie and he is not wearing pants. Like Wallace has his friends over and he is, it not, is wearing again, not wearing pants. pants. Like, Just, man, Scott and Wallace man come home from is not wearing pants. Scott and Wallace come home from meeting with their landlord and Wallace is again um, no they come home from from the grocery store and he's immediately got his uh, pants yeah, yeah. off. Um, but this book opens uh, to get right into it. Uh, this book opens on the beach. Uh, this was I think yeah, in the original. Episode release this was like the one little bit that was in color yes i have it yeah it's in color baby first few pages they're in color um i 
fun fact. So this is Scott, uh, Scott and Ramona are on the beach, and he's he, Scott is trying to tell Ramona that he loves her. And yeah. she just shushes him. <laughs> this is a very cute page. I love this hair color for Ramona. The the like I love it too. It's one of my favorites. And uh, I think it's honestly one of her most iconic colors. Because mm-hmm. she keeps it the longest. Because her hair is this color yeah, in does. book five too. It's the longest yes. she yes. stays one color. Um, she goes, Shh, and he changes his mind. He goes, let's make out. And she says, show me how. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but in my old sketchbook, I'll find it and show it to you sometime. I... Uh, I drew Scott from this page. Yes. This this precious memories as Scott drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Um, and Julia Kim are looking at them as they are standing there in the the title page, which every one of these in every book is based off of uh, a game. So yes, this one, yes. it's Sonic Two. Yes, iconic. Um, the one for book six was supposed to be Mega Man Two. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. And he just, it was, like, too complicated to make it work. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and then he, he changed it to, I, th- I don't remember what it was, but I know book five is Double Dragon. Yes, yes, yes. It um, is Double Dragon. But the, they're in the sky floating here, and Julie and Kim yeah. are standing there, and Julie goes, those two make my mouth taste like throw up. <laughs> Yeah, him in her absolutely fucking adorable bathing suit. This, this 1920s ass bathing suit. No, I love it so much. I'm like, oh my god, she's like a vintage babe. Like, uh, Julie proceeds to uh, just fucking fastball a volleyball in this guy's hand and takes him out. Uh, which leads to the, the the very iconic. Are you well? Do you have brain damage <laughs> at all? Uh. I, I will say this: uh, the casting of the movie is incredible because I just hear all those people's voices. Um, yes, like yes. Scott just is Michael Sarah in my head. Yeah, I mean, like I don't necessarily agree. Um, this is gonna sound so mean. I don't necessarily agree with the way Michael Michael Sarah looks. Uh, I don't. I don't agree him. with the way he looks. <laughs> like, like, I don't think that he looks like Scott. But I think that his voice He sounds like Scott. Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Straight um up. I mean every so every few months that picture goes viral, it's a picture of Scott and it's like, how the fuck did he pull all these women looking like him? And it's like For real. He's a he's a six foot tall white man in a band. It's not hard. <laughs> I, used to, I worked in a music store for four years, including the first uh, first six months of this podcast. Uh, and let me tell you, folks, uh, the amount of dudes who looked like Michael Sarah who came in with uh, just extremely attractive women on their arm uh, mm-hmm. would make your goddamn head spin. Uh, yeah. No, so fucking real. I mean, he is a white boy in a band. And like, and also it's 2005. It, it is also 2005. Like, that is so fucking important. Like, it is also 2005. The standards are at rock bottom, people. To lower your expectations to zero. Online yeah, dating, not really a thing. 2005 Toronto, oh, it's a white climate. Scott it's a has, white, white climate. Scott has, at the very least, been in compromising situations with all of his female friends except for Julie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, something implied, like, Julie said, like, something happened with him and Sandra and Monique, and he's like, no, 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 no. that yeah, was a misunderstanding. Yeah, 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 But, like, she actively tries to prevent uh, Envy from dating Scott, because she's like, this dude sucks. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, it's fucking real. I mean, like, in, in the movie, obviously, like, Lisa is not addressed in any way. But I do remember at the party scene, she's like, what about Sandra? What about Lisa? Monique, what, about what about that time you dated Kim in high school? And it's like, oh, my God. Like, what about that time with Lisa? Yeah, like, he, is, he is a no-good playboy wannabe jerky jerk. No um, good. Not a paragon of virtue. Stephen Stills, not to be confused with Stephen Stills of the band (laughs) (laughs) Nash Stills and Crosby. Or Crosby Stills and Nash, yeah. Uh, I'm not Canadian, whatever. (laughs) I don't go here. (laughs) I know the tragically hip and that's like it. Um, Oh, God. uh, I sometimes, like somebody's dad, (laughs) like somebody's dad, I sometimes sit here lay on the couch and listen to the tragically hip uh <laughs> like i'm somebody's canadian father that is such a dad thing to do <laughs> um but they're like hey why are we uh julie says no shenanigans at my party uh and they're trying to figure out whose birthday is active <laughs> Um, God, I mean, this series makes me so fucking sad because they are just, like, name-dropping things, like, Canadian things that are fucking dead. Because it's like, what are we going to have for dinner? And then Scott's like, I demand Lick's Burger. And then, like, Julie is also like, I want to eat Lick's Burger. Lick's Burger does not fucking exist anymore. There was a Lick's Burger that was, like, 15 minutes from my house. And for some reason in high school, I don't remember how this happened. I had a shit ton of free coupons for, like, ice cream. Like, it was just, like, free ice cream coupon. So I went to Licks, and I got their free ice cream. But I was never there for that long. I was just there for the ice cream. And I was like, I'm going to eat here someday. Wrong. Famous last words! They shut down! There's no Licks Burger! <laughs> I oh. want Licks Burger, and I've never gotten to eat it. Toronto just sounds like Chicago Heights, but shittier. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Chicago Heights is, like, the south suburbs, broadly, of Chicago... Uh-huh. Had aforementioned here or heretofore mentioned as Chicago Heights. It's like, wow, look at all these cool things that just don't exist anymore. No, um, they just do not exist anymore. Uh, I used to go to the Lincoln Mall with my parents. My dad actually used to work in the Lincoln Mall in Chicago Heights, and it is a parking lot now. Oh. The Best Buy that used to be go- there, gone. Uh, the Circuit City that was across the street is now a mega church. Like. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. That's <laughs> the burger joint my godfather used to work at, I think, is like a Walgreens now. That's depressing. Like it's the so ennui sad. of like urban sprawl. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> like when I was back there, I was like, man, everything I loved about here, everything I thought was like cool and I would get excited to see, just gone. Uh just, you wanna look at a decrepit white castle? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh the thing about the greater Chicago land area that people don't consider. There's nothing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you live in Gary, Indiana? Go fuck yourself. I mean, that's like... People are like, yeah, like, we should hang out sometime. Like, maybe invite me over. And I'm like, there's nothing to do at my house. There's nothing to do around my house. There's nothing to do unless you want to go an hour away from my house into the heart of downtown. And everything there costs money. Costs money. Like, my dad's like, why don't you go? Uh, I live in Vegas now. My dad's like, why don't you go out to the, uh, to the, you know, go out to the bars, to the strip, party. With what money? Yeah, who has that kind Fuck of money? We get to the iconic line here uh, where uh, Ramona is laying on Scott's shoulder and she says, you know, she gets this very, very pretty uh, sigh. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's a, it's like in cursive with a heart above the eye. It's so cute. Um, and he says, you know, Scott, I think you're the nicest guy I've ever dated. And Scott, with a mouthful of hamburger, goes, that's kind of sad. <laughs> He's like, that's kind of sad. Julie is like, it's pathetic. <laughs> Which it, I want to point out here. Julie is part of Stephen and Scott's like original friend group. Yes. Because they meet in college and their friends, their friends in college are each other, Julie and Envy. Yeah. Who was Julie's roommate at the time. And young Neil's older sister who we never see. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The the mysterious chef. uh, And uh, Rose like, who fucking asked you? She's like, well, it's my birthday, bitch. Well, I'm sad now. <laughs> yeah, like, well, this sucks. How's your burger? And he's like, oh, you want some? And she's like, ew, no, I'm a vegetarian. Which I saw like, you eat a chicken shawarma like two hours ago. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> with this book or this series and just like... Nobody no knowing how actually, vegetarian... <laughs> yeah, like no one is actually vegetarian here. Like, <laughs> In the, yeah, this is uh, after book three where... Um, Ramona's ex Todd the vegan played by Brandon Ralph in the movie <laughs> but my goddamn Superman is like oh yeah I'm a vegan but then is fucking eating chicken parm yeah like straight up like the gelato is one thing but he's like chicken parmesan isn't vegan it's like chicken parm's not vegan <laughs> and um, also Envy not knowing what is and isn't vegan like I love Envy she's She's so stupid she's like is chicken parmesan vegan and then like it's like no ma'am it has it has chicken chicken and And then she's like it sounds delicious (laughs) like uh worth mentioning Envy was a huge weeb in uh in college which it occurred to me as I was rereading through the whole thing she takes the name Envy because her initials are NV, but yeah. I would be willing to bet that she took that name because she was fucking reading Full Metal Alchemist. Oh my god. Oh my god. I would not be surprised straight up. I mean, like, I'm obsessed with the transformation of Julie being like, oh my god, my roommate is a fucking, like, weird weeb, and she's, like, so lame, and she never goes outside to, like, her worshipping Envy now that she's, like, famous. Yeah, she's a, she's a fucking hanger-on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> she wants to be in with the in crowd. Um, and so uh, Scott's like, hey, so what's up with your exes? And he's like, uh, he says, what's up with your evil ex-boyfriends? He's like, my evil exes. Yeah. Which I love that she's correcting him the whole time. And if you, like, even if you hadn't read this or hadn't seen the movies, you catch what she's saying. Wow. Because she corrects him every single time. He says, "Yeah, your evil ex boyfriends." She says, "My evil exes." She says, yeah, "Yeah, them." It's almost been it's been almost two months since I headbutted that one guy. You said there were three left, right? <laughs> I say a lot of stuff, dude. Um, the fight versus Todd is so funny because it involves a last second poorly set up Deus Ex Machina in the form of Crash and the Boys. And yeah. also the vegan police, and also Envy finding out that Todd was cheating on her with Lynette. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then just kicking him right in his fucking dick and balls. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm like, I, I honestly am so curious because, like, I feel like, I mean, like, some of the exes, like the the ex fights are so fucking contrived. Like, he straight up, um, 
like beat Lucas Lee just by like tricking him into doing like <laughs> an insanely like deadly like skate with the powers of with the power of girls are watching velocity like <laughs> and like I would love to see like the tier list of like X's on like a scale of like how much you can actually not beat them and how much you can beat them because like straight up Scott just like hands off for like half of these fights because he beats Matthew like pretty easy just kicks Matthew's yeah. ass yeah. just smokes him um Lucas he has to trick Todd takes a series of <laughs> Deus Ex Machina's to beat he does beat Roxy straight up yes he does and he, he beats does. the twins straight up yeah uh, Gideon, he and Ramona have to be together. Yeah, it's a duo fight. Uh, I mean, they like, use fucking X cut from Chrono Trigger. <laughs> uh, I mean, like thematically, it makes sense for for the last one to be a duo fight. I do wonder whether or not he could have actually beat him alone. Also, uh, uh, Scott's sword that he gets there, the power of understanding, is just fucking yeah. Zangetsu from Bleach. I- <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's, that is, if you look at Zangetsu at the beginning, that's just the power of understanding. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm obsessed with the fact that even, like, Knives' dad, who is, like, a middle-aged Chinese man in, like, 2005, like, <laughs> has, a has, like has a collection of, like, antique katanas, like, what? Where did you get these? Um, they're on the beach at night now, uh, singing, young, Na- uh, young Neil looks very sad. Um, because we we glossed over it. They ask young Neil, like, "Hey Neil, why aren't you hanging out with knives?" And he says, "I don't want to talk about it." And I mean, <laughs> later on in the book, it is like made very clear by the way that knives talks about him that they have been breaking up and getting back together, together I, I, all summer. Tamara is asking, like, "Oh, like again? Like you broke up with him again?" Right. Uh, so, Neil and knives have a very weird relationship because we yeah. don't see any of it. We know that knives got with Neil because Neil kind of looks like Scott. Yeah, he vaguely looks like Scott. <laughs> and, uh, and, and she, she wants to make to Scott make jealous. Scott jealous, yeah. Right. Um, and so she starts dating... And the thing is, like, Neil is not, I would say, exactly uh, an age-appropriate relationship for her, but it's a more no. appropriate one than Scott. Yes. Like, yes. they're... They, I, can, I, I can imagine have some things in common... Right. Especially because Neil is always treated as like, like a kid by the people yeah. around them. They treat I mean, like he knives like he's a little more brother, than, right. right? So like, he has always been the kid. That's why he's young Neil. Right. And she asks later, she's like, "Why do they call him young Neil? He's like twenty. And it's like because one, he's he's their friend's younger brother. Yeah. So to him, to them, he's always just going to be the kid, and also, um, it, it's to make a, a Neil Young joke. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> um, their sex bomb are playing on the beach, uh, and by sex bomb I mean uh, Stephen and Kim are playing, and Scott is and singing. Scott is yelling. <laughs> Scott is yelling the words. Um, it's like this is so excruciating. I'm so, I'm so sick of all your hating. And it's like, and Julie's like, you know, I fucking hate that song, man. He's like, yeah, I played it just for you. Happy birthday, baby. These two hate each other so much. I don't so know why bad. they're together. I mean, she's, she's like, I hate most of your fucking songs. I hate most of your like, songs. And he's like, yeah, well, I like dudes. Um, <laughs> Julie somehow doesn't know that she's a bitch. Knives is drinking. Not just. Yes. <laughs> 
Um, everyone looks over and Julie's like, hey, should we be letting her drink beer? And everyone looks away in shame. <laughs> um, and also get... Knives is being emo. I mean, she's like, she's like, oh, like, it's such a good song. You're missing the tenderness. It's like, Knives, you, you have been groomed. <laughs> It's weird to you think need because therapy, baby. Knives being seventeen in two thousand five means that she how old was I in two thousand five? I was eleven. So she's six years older than me. So it's yeah. like <laughs> the the age group that she belongs to is so funny to me. <laughs> because she's definitely too young to be hanging out with like Scott. Scott graduated from high school, yeah, I Scott. think, in nineteen ninety nine. Oh god, like I mean, look, Scott went to university and knives is in high school. Right. Like, Scott went to college, did not finish. I, okay, so I feel like we have to talk about the Scott and Knives of it all. Yes. Their relationship I mean, is very strong. She is not over him in this book. Mm-hmm. Scott uh, She is very excited at the pros- prospect of Ramona hating him. Yeah. <laughs> The thing with Scott is that I've never read it as Scott is actually romantically or sexually interested in knives. Yeah. He he likes her, but he likes hanging out with her. Yeah, and he likes that she is somebody who doesn't know that he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, incredibly looks up to him, thinks he's really cool. I mean, like in all of Scott's like bizarro tampered memories, like all of the girls in his life are like, la, 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 you are so fucking cool. Right, yes. This is that's like, how he thinks of Envy up until she hates him. it's not how it was with all of his exes, but it literally is how it is with Knives. Mm-hmm. And Lisa. <laughs> and Lisa, where they're, like, following him around. They're like, wow, you are so cool, stud. Right. Um, and so Scott, he, I think, like, it is shitty for him to date this teenage girl. Um, yes. It, it's very shitty of him to do that. But also, whenever Knives tries to, like, kiss him or imply that she would like to do anything with him, he freaks out. He does not like yeah, it. Yeah, he freaks out. I mean, like, he, <laughs> he like, runs away. Borderline, like, like he, he looks like he's going to throw up after she kisses him. <laughs> she kisses like, him and he's like, I gotta go. And he, he's like, oh my god, I must leave this situation immediately. Like, this is so bad. Like, And the only reason he doesn't break up with her there is because he's a coward. Yeah, he's a pussy. He's, <laughs> like, he's so afraid of hurting someone's feelings that he is hurting her so fucking bad. Right. Um... Young Neil, we don't find out what the fuck happens in his relationship with Knives, but it clearly fucks him up. Because Young yeah. Neil, halfway through this book and through the rest of the series, is just a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And, like, especially he starts being more of a dick after Knives breaks up with him, like, in a final way. Yes, um, he starts smoking. <laughs> you start kind of getting a glimpse of how Knives is treating him in, like, when she is talking to Kim and they are drunk and making out where yes, she's like in the, in the next p- few pages and she's like they're exactly the same same eyes same hair she's descri- describing how Neil looks like Scott yeah and uh, like clearly she is trying to project Scott onto him but is not actually that interested in Neil himself um, I kind of don't blame her because Neil has somewhat of a no personality. Right. But... Here's the thing about Neil. If you notice, all the shirts he wears have a heart on the right sleeve. That's, oh. that's what you need to know about young Neil. 
Yeah. I mean, he, like, he literally he's wears a his heart guy. on his sleeve. He's very simple. Yeah. There's, there's nothing deeply uncomplicated. Um, everyone is drunk. Uh, <laughs> Ramona talks about how much she wants to marry Kim. <laughs> Yeah, and like there's a very cute moment where he's like Scott is worried and he's going to go check on Kim and then she's just like, I'll miss you. Like <laughs> I'll miss you. Which is like one of the kind of rarer moments where she's like unabashedly affectionate to him. Yes. She gets more affectionate with him as time goes on. Uh like yeah. she she is very much the defrosting ice queen. Scott yeah. goes upstairs to the room where Kim and Knives are, and she says, Kim Knives says, Kim, I I've kissed the lips that kissed you. This is the second time she says this. She's fascinated yes. by, like, kissing someone via the transitive property. Yeah, no. I mean, like... <laughs> she I says this to Envy, too. You, I guarantee you, she's 17, it's 2005, she's reading so much shoujo manga from her school's <laughs> library. Like, she is in Catholic school. Like, she is repressed. Like She, she, is, is, re reading, she is reading Revolutionary Girl, she, Lieutenant. She, no, for real. Like, she, she goes... To the Toronto Public Library, and she picks up any possible copies they have of Oran High School Host. You know she's thinking about indirect kisses. Um, and so Scott <laughs> slowly opens the door. Um, this should be set to the tune of Mr. Brightside. <laughs> he opens I mean, like, the door. The door and Knives it. and Kim are hammered, making out. And Scott, yeah, I mean, there's a bottle of whiskey on the floor. Like they are, they are not conscious. Because uh, they don't remember this later. Like Scott references it to Kim, and she goes, "What the fuck are you talking yeah, about?" She's like, "Ew, what?" <laughs> um, Scott closes the door and goes, <laughs> "They go find him." No, nope, I guess they went home. Let us never Let us speak never of this speak again. Of this again. <laughs> um, so yeah. August starts here. Uh, we get this this thing that you sent me the other day, the where they're in the grocery store. Yeah, the, the shopping list. And it's like Scott's like, "Hey, we don't have any mayonnaise." He says, "We don't. We uh, we have mayonnaise." He's like, "No, no, 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 no. It's uh, we definitely the don't have mayonnaise." Stuff. And they look. We get a look inside their <laughs> their um their cart and their uh their receipt here, and it's. Uh, one pack of ramen noodles at 69 cents. <laughs> um, a, be uh, <laughs> a bag of off-brand Wonder Bread, cheap yeah. pasta, imported marinara sauce, butter, pepper Havarti. Uh, oh, no-name broccoli. They're at, they're at like, oh my god. Okay, so so this this grocery store I don't recognize, but No Name is like the the Canadian like one of the Canadian like grocery. Oh, that's a real brand. brand. It is a real brand. You can look it up. It, their whole thing is that like they they are embracing that they are a generic brand. All of their packaging is bright yellow. It's just a very simple font, and it says No Name on it, and it just straight up says the fucking thing. So if you're getting <laughs> like mixed frozen vegetables, that's you know that's what it says on the package, baby. Like it says No Name, and it says mixed frozen vegetables and it's yellow packaging and it's like very simple there's like no graphics that's awesome yeah. uh, we get the uh wallace's two diet two liters or it's two two liters of diet yeah, coke two two liter diet colas that he buys every day per day <laughs> what a freak <laughs> like total sicko behavior what a um, menace I love Scott, uh, Scott trying to tell Wallace that he he wants aioli in like the most like 
insane way possible. He's like, no, the French stuff with garlic, it's important. And then <laughs> Wallace is like, you mean imported? Like, yeah, that. You know what the fuck I said? <laughs> um, um, and they, I don't know how this worked that they pushed the fucking grocery cart all the way home. Uh, I mean, I, I love that Waltz is like, we're scrimping and save, saving, but we aren't suffering, are we? It's like, are you scrimping and saving when you're getting, like, $8 pepper Havarti? Like... <laughs> three craft dinners? Yeah, like, I love the, like, mix of, like, like, you have no right to get imported marinara if you are truly scrimping and saving, but also you are getting cheap pasta, like... Yeah. Uh, we gotta get the imported sauce, but we're getting the cheapest pasta we can. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I'm obsessed with the, the literal craft mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, just craft dinner. Um, and so they're walking home, and he's like, hey, we gotta go see Peter, our landlord. And while Scott's like, why do I have to go? He scares the shit out of me. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, well, honestly, that's a fair point, because Scott contributes nothing. Nothing. When I they mean, do go see not, him, he's just there. He's, he's just led, like... He does not talk to Peter, like... And you raise a good point that they are driving the shopping cart home. Like they just stole that shit from the. Like, store. is this? Did they not have the ones that lock automatically when you leave the parking lot? Not all grocery stores do. Every grocery I store remember, I've ever been to has that. I remember, like at Walmart, they used to not have carts that lock, and like. In the past five years, they now have cars that lock, and I'm like, and I'm like, touches the ground. Something terrible happened here. I'm like, like I've had to when I was making less money and couldn't afford to like order like Instacart or whatever. Yeah, I was yeah. like buying fifty dollars worth of groceries and carrying them home in my fucking hands. <laughs> I mean, like I I am like seeing like my brother is in university and he like goes to a university that's like in a university town and he's just like constantly seeing like like the most haggard looking like 20 something year olds with like handfuls of groceries on like the bus <laughs> just figuring it out uh, yeah that's the American dream I guess um, they get home Wallace's pants come off the sec like in the instantly <laughs> like the the panel off page where they walk in. Uh, he his pants are off. Also, there's a picture of Ramona on their uh, on their fridge, which I think is very cute. Yeah, it's very very cute. Uh, uh, and Scott's like, "Why are you taking your pants off? So take your fucking pants off!" He says, "It's hot." Also, I'm hot, so I'm enjoy hot. it while you can. <laughs> Scott uh, is apparently scarred for life, despite having a very gay story of how he and Wallace met to begin we with. We never it, so I realized as I was reading back through these, the gay story of how they became friends. Scott calls it a gay story because it's exactly how Scott and Lisa became friends. Uh, they sat down next to each other and then Wallace just showed up at his house one day. Yeah, alright. <laughs> I didn't think about that. You're right. Scott, like, Scott and Wallace become Lisa friends too. the exact same way Scott and Lisa become friends. Uh, and uh, Scott says, hey, my mom says we should get really the, one of those really big Tupperware thingies and we get my favorite Wallace line ever, which is, hey, you listen to me. I'm the one who tells you what your mom says, okay? <laughs> That's so funny. I think about that every day of my life. And Scott raises an incredibly useless point, which is, I'm not naked, which Wallace has no objections to anyway. <laughs> Have I once complained? Uh, uh, Wallace makes some fucking margaritas. 
<laughs> yeah, says, like some, hey. some like blended frozen margaritas. He's like, hey, you want in? You said you were hot, right? And he says, no, you said you were hot. I'm going to go to Ramona's house. He says, well, one of us is hot. How are you, Ramona, doing? He says, uh, you know, pretty good. Have you said the L word yet? Which is so incredibly 2005 because he's like, you mean lesbian? He whispers it. He's like, lesbian? He says, no, lesbian. the other L word? Question mark. Uh, it's love. I wasn't trying to trick you. Think of another L word that could relate to Ramona. It says, what? Have I said it to her? Sort of. Almost. No. Is it important? It says, I don't know, guy, but your mom says <laughs> it to me all the time. Says it to me all the time. <laughs> Fuck. It says, if you need me, I'll be in the bathroom crying. <laughs> Baby, you know I didn't. Yeah, man, you know I didn't mean it. Wallace talks like fucking Bender from Futurama. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> um, and so. I mean, is Bender gay coded? Another. I mean, kind of. For, 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 for a later date. Um, so, okay, as you. Uh, so, next page, uh, Kim is moving. Yeah, uh, Kim is moving. She's wearing a very cute bandana. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, in, in general, she is just very darling this entire book. It's worth mentioning that Kim was the first character for this series that was created. I mean, um, and she is so beloved. Yeah, like, you can tell O'Malley fucking loves her, because uh, she was, like, Kim and Lisa, I think, are, like, the earliest characters he created for this. Because mm-hmm. uh, they were in, like a, a, like, a magazine that he was drawing for or something. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're helping her move, and this guy is there. His name is Jason. It's Kim's boyfriend. Scott does not... This is never said in this book, because Scott does not know it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> or more accurately, Scott does not remember. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm astounded at the incredible lack of, of Scott's ability to, like, retain any kind of information. Like, she's literally like, okay, so, as you know, I am moving in with Holly and Joseph today. He walks in, sees Holly, he's like, hey, Holly, hey, what Holly, are you doing what here? are you doing here? <laughs> she's like, uh, making iced tea, I live here. And he's like, oh, wow, Kim's moving in with you guys? It's like... <laughs> Girl, she said that like five <laughs> minutes ago. Not even five minutes ago. She said that right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Immediately forgets. Uh, I love Holly uh, visually. Um, like, she's just kind of there. But like, <laughs> I, there's a lot of like background characters who it's like, I don't know, he clearly thought about like what these characters would wear. Yeah, I mean, like, she's wearing kind of a sporty look. She has her hair in a ponytail. It's a bit messy. Like, mm-hmm. she's wearing a choker. She has some cute socks on. She's also wearing shoes indoors, which is a crime. <laughs> well, she's not past, like, she didn't go upstairs with them. So I guess it's not too bad. I I, just, I think she's going in and Asian out. person, this is just painful to me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you are tracking dirt all over your beautiful kitchen tile. Like, ugh. <laughs> um... What was I going to say? Oh, Jason, I, I want to make a point. Jason kind of dresses like Scott, which is interesting to me because they also... Oh, they, yeah, he has, like, the wristbands. Mm-hmm. But they also dress like man in the 2000s. They dress like yeah, any dude I mean, you'd like, see at fucking EB Games. <laughs> He's wearing capri pants, a button-up shirt, and also Converse. Like, this is... He sure is dressing like an adult man in, in the mid-2000s. Um... So they take everything up to uh, to Kim's room, and they walk past Joseph's room where he has a home studio. Uh, and he goes, <laughs> Stephen freaks out. He's like, "Hey, are you are you recording music? You have a home studio? Oh my god!" He says, "Do you 
want something? Can I help you? <laughs> can you Joseph, can you record our album? Sex with One needs to record an album. We need to take it to the next level. You saw us play in volume three, right? We aren't all that sucky, right? <laughs> <laughs> Joseph has no comment about their actual musical talent, probably because he thinks they suck. Everyone does. <laughs> and uh, very gaily is, it's like, okay, I'll do it, but only because I find you attractive. I can live with that! Yeah, I bet you will, pal. I, I bet you can, Stephen. I'm uh, sure you can. <laughs> uh, Ramona's apartment is extremely nice. I, <laughs> yeah, very nice. She has I a balcony, really two floors. Fun nice apartments in Toronto like this anymore. <laughs> um, he says, hey, uh, Scott points out that her hair, she hasn't done anything to it in like a month and a half. Yeah, Basically, because... since they beat Todd, she hasn't. She changed her hair once and hasn't done it since. Yeah, I mean, like, this is a, a period of relative stability. Nothing's happening with the exes and stuff. Nothing really crazy is going on with Ramona emotionally in general. Uh, and she's letting it grow out, which is yeah. very cute. Yeah, she uh, she's letting her hair grow out. Um, and Scott even points this out, which is weirdly insightful of him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's, he's making a, a more concerted effort to actually get to know her, which is kind of a first because uh, Scott does not think about fucking anything at all, no, ever. No, head empty. No thoughts. <laughs> No thoughts. He's Scott is like the the orange cat of men. He's just like the dumbest thing. Has no thoughts. Has no like memory retention. Has no object permanence. <laughs> Scott, not to diagnose a character. Scott assuredly has ADHD. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> like this man, this man is a golden retriever. He in book five, when Ramona leaves her phone. Thing. Scott, like, picks it up and starts playing games on it and just sits there for, like, <laughs> nine hours. For hours. And then she's like, so, did you, did you did you load the dishwasher? And he's like, I was about to. Because he was definitely thinking, I should I'd load the dishwasher, and but was locked in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, he was in a process, and that, that process cannot be interrupted. That was me yesterday playing uh, NBA 2K and going, I should really take out the trash. Uh, um, Ramona asks, what the fuck do you like about me anyway? And he goes, she's like, I mean, I like you because you're pleasant and simple-minded. <laughs> Which is, I hand to God, that is how like, everyone who has ever been interested in me has described me. Uh, no, that's so backhanded. <laughs> just pleasant and simple-minded. And, and Scott goes, you're nice and you're really hot, but that's not the main thing, but you totally are. And you're um mysterious. She's like, I'm mysterious? He's like, yeah, I mean, in a good way, you know? Alluring. She's like, we've been dating for like and, four and months. And we do get an actual concrete uh, sort of timeline. She's like, we've been dating for like four months, and the best you can come up with is mysterious? And he's like, I know you! I totally know many facts about you! Like the number of evil ex-boyfriends you have, etc. She says, evil exes. So, how old am I? And he goes, uh, <laughs> Scott's eyes <laughs> widen. I love, I love him being like, uh, you are the same age as me, probably? He, he says, you're, you're 22, 22 23, 24, you're 19. This uh, sounds exactly like people trying to guess my age. <laughs> I had they're to remind like, myself in my head, I was like, how fucking old is Charlie? <laughs> they're, like, they're like, are you, you're like, 
20. You're like 17. You're 25. You're, uh, no, tw 22, 23. See, because I was like, I forgot that your birthday had just passed. And I was like, yeah, yes. Charlie's 22. I was like, oh, no, 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 23. Yeah. Uh, for, for a lot of people, it goes on a lot longer. And for some reason, a lot of people think I am still in high school. And I'm like, oh, I'm until I grew the beard, people thought I was like, <laughs> like when I, again, when I was in Chicago, I had way less facial hair. So I, I was just doing like the the mustache and chin thing, uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, and people thought I was like nineteen. Well, that's that's your privilege, man. I can't grow <laughs> facial hair. And then when I like moved back here, people thought it, and I just grew my beard out, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I can buy that you're twenty five, twenty six. And now yeah. like people believe me. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm twenty eight. They're like, "Oh yeah, that that adds up. It it makes sense. You seem uh, like a, a man who is established. <laughs> you see, like a man with like bills. Um, it's a she's like Scott's like how am I supposed to know? You're, it's unknown. Your age is unknown. Your age is unknown. Like like it's a stat because he is. thinks of everything in fucking video game stats. <laughs> and she says, "Dude, you could ask." And then it's just like two full panels of ellipses. And he goes, "How old are you?" And she goes. I'm not telling. <laughs> I'm not telling. <laughs> um, I I love this look for Ramona so much. This one, yeah. like, I love it when she grows the hair out in book five, and then yeah, I think right really, after really she cute. cuts it at the end of that book. But like this hair color again is such a good look on her. It's so cute. I mean, like, it's it's nice. She's growing her hair out. She's like feeling. Um, I mean, like, really, she's not running away from anything. So she's right. growing her hair back out. And she's just like kind of having like a simple, like easy life right now. Nothing's happening. Um, she doesn't feel like a, a rampant, really. right? She doesn't feel like a, a impeding need for change. Yeah, she I mean, feel like that she's not to, running away from. She doesn't feel right out now. of control of her life. Yeah. Um, and so Scott wakes up the next morning to Wallace calling him and going, "Hey, there's a heat wave warning in effect. So get out of our apartment where we have no AC, or you'll die." And he's like. Uh, heat wave? Oh, yeah, I, I guess I'm drenched in sweat. Like, oh my god, Scott, you're gross and your bed is wet. <laughs> their, their bed is so nasty. <laughs> their bed has so many mysterious fluids on it. I mean, like, you know they do not have in-unit laundry. Like, wh how often do these boys do their laundry? Like, they are poor. They're not about to go to a coin laundry, like, every week. Like... They they use this bed interchangeably for different things. They both sleep in it all the time. Uh, I mean, like I just assume that Scott vaguely smells like like a slightly stinky white man, and also like deodorant and yes. like like body deodorizing spray, <laughs> like X. I mean, um, like I I cannot assume this man showers often. Yeah, I would also not assume that. Um... Scott goes to the, uh... Wallace goes, hey, go get a fucking job or something. I gotta go. Uh, Scott goes to the Dufferin Mall, described as not a particularly exciting mall. Thoughts on this? Uh, that sounds accurate because before this book, I had never heard of it. I do know of most major malls in Ontario. Uh, I have never heard of the Dufferin Mall. Let me... Does, does this mall still exist? <laughs> it does. Oh, shit, they gentrified it! <laughs> West Toronto Shopping Mall? Bitch, I don't think so! Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's nasty. They have a Marshalls here now! Oh god. We're being invaded. Um, Scott is sitting on a bench and these 
girls who I assume are teenagers walk behind yeah. him and go, he's kind of cute, huh? Uh, ew, are you kidding me? He's like 25. He's like 25. Um, we get my favorite individual panel of Scott, where it's just the bar above his head that says thirst. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he, he reaches down in his pockets and pulls out a number of thi- pulls out a number of things: uh, a candy um, wrapper, a couch, a, a tiny couch with a dog face on it, a rock from yeah. the beach. Uh, a single Canadian penny, lint, and a guitar pick. <laughs> Which, oh my god, just like more things that like don't fucking exist. We don't use pennies anymore. Um, Do I'm amused as I, I'm amused with this couch with face of dog. Because, like, <laughs> this is clearly like a cheap little plastic toy. Like I'm willing to bet that he just like saw like a gotcha pawn and then like just fucking like put in his like last twenty five cents yes. to get the stupid little couch with face of dog. Um, and so he's sitting there and he hears a voice go, Scott? And he turns his head and there's this blonde girl standing there looking dead at him. Uh, and he dressed kinda, very cutely. Very confused. And she says his name again. She says, Scott Pilgrim? And he's more confused when she dive tackles him? Yeah. He fucking clomps him? <laughs> yeah, for real. And she's like, oh my god, what are you doing here? I can't believe this. And he's like, <laughs> has no uh... idea who she is. <laughs> This is his best friend from high school. <laughs> and he doesn't recognize he's her. He's like avoiding trying to address her in any way. He's like, hi, uh, yeah, hi, yeah, I'm, what's up? Like, he is giving away the game so hard that he just <laughs> does not know. I don't know who you are. I don't have a fucking clue. Um, <laughs> he says, it's Lisa, Lisa Miller from high school. This is Lisa Miller. And he remembers, uh, <laughs> It says, it's, it's just a shitty drawing of the way they met, which I think is detailed in book two. It's like, what are you in for? I got in a yeah, fight. It is it's, also animated for the, the yes. movie trailer. Um, so this is one of Scott's only <laughs> memories that is actually true to what happened. Yeah. What um, are you in for? I got in a fight. An awesome fight. Hello, stud. My name is Lisa Miller. Like, she basically says that, but after this, she does say yeah. there, she says, did you win? And he goes, no. And he's like, no. Um, and he says, yeah, Lisa, <laughs> I didn't forget you. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. What a coincidence. Do you come here all the time? Uh, no. It's like, I'm just here to get out of the heat, but I don't think I can stay long. The place is full of slutty, slutty teenagers. teenagers. And Scott, staring right at her legs, because she's wearing Directly this- Directly at her thighs. He's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, slutty. Slutty. <laughs> Beat red. Um, it's just, so what? I haven't, what are you up to? I haven't seen you in like, what, like four years? More? That's ridiculous. I mean, yes, it is more than that. Because Scott is 23, he left, in, I think, their junior year of high school? Yes. Yeah, I so it's been, so. like, seven years since well, they've seen each other. He, he was the new kid at their school mm-hmm. during He's... during the term at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then... and he left... Like, he left before they graduated. Before their sure. senior year, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, slutty. And he's like... <laughs> says, oh, remember how you moved away and Kim was all... Hey, have you seen Kim? <laughs> says, oh yeah, Kim lives in Toronto now. We hang out, and it's cool. I have a girlfriend, though. Um, yeah, and and Lisa kind of lets on, like, a bit of, of Kim lore here, because she's like, is she still at Nipissing? So she's 
um, you know, Kim Kim went to school. Kim went to university, but not Scott's university. Right, Zoom Scott before. and uh, what's called? I fucking think s- they go to U of T. That sounds. Right. I think they go to University of Toronto, or at least I'm pretty sure Wallace went to University at Toronto, uh, University of Toronto, because I believe they mention at some point um, when they're alluding to the gay story of how they met that Wallace goes to U of T. Mm-hmm. I think. Scott and Wallace are in the same class. Yeah, yes, they go to U of T. Right. I just checked. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so let's so, so like, yeah, I have a girlfriend. Pretty far from U of T. Nipissing's way up north, I think. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, and Lisa's like, "Oh, you have a girlfriend? Like, what's what's her name? Does Kim like her? Is she from Toronto? Like." It's like, yeah, uh, her name's Ramona. She's from America. I mean, she's American. It's like, oh, did I tell you I'm totally going to California soon? No, Lisa, we've been talking for 30 seconds. When would you have told me that? Um, I have not seen you in four years. Uh, it's like, I've been staying with my sister. And he's like, hey, do you have a job? I keep getting asked that question. She's like, nah, I'm just bumming around. Uh, it's like, hey, let's go get some fucking mall food. And they're eating, like, Panda Express. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Jimmy the Greek here. I love Jimmy the Greek. There, okay. Thing about Jimmy the Greek, not a thing about all Jimmy the Greeks necessarily, but I used to have a friend who worked at security, uh, who worked as security in a mall, and like they did like checks, like for like all the like food court places, and like the Jimmy the Greek at that particular mall had a serious cockroach problem, and I'm like, I have been eating here for like ten years. I've been eating the Greek food here for like 10 years. And uh, sometimes I still continue to do it. I don't know if they still have a cockroach infestation. I'm not going to think about it. Greek food is good. <laughs> shout out to the Greeks. Uh, yeah, shout out to the Greeks. Uh, and so Scott's like, yeah, we're in a band. We stink. Um, we played another show a couple weeks ago and some people even clapped. <clears throat> and he's yeah. like, yeah, we're going to have band practice. Kim probably wants to see you. You should come. Uh, and she's like, do you have a cell phone? And he's like, oh, what? <laughs> he's like, what now? This it man is 2005. Is <laughs> this I'm man is dirt poor. 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 <laughs> yeah. poor. Uh, and then she's like, oh, whatever. I'll, I'll give you my number. She's, this is a setup, the way she fucking writes her number down. This little heart in the corner. I mean, like, it's it's adorable. She, I mean, she is, it, she is it trying to get him like, caught up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he says, wow. Like, oh my god, a girl's phone number. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, 10,000 years hard labor. <laughs> and she's like, shut up, but like, obviously she loves She's him. obviously into it. Like, Lisa is so clearly into him. And she's like, uh, Scott. <laughs> Scott puts Lisa's, or Kim's, Lisa, or Kim's business out in the street. Yeah, like, Scott yeah. cannot stop thinking about Kim kissing girls. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, oh yeah, she makes up with girls and stuff. It's like, he says, hee hee, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lisa just, there's a pause, and Lisa goes, is your girlfriend hot? <laughs> Scott almost jokes on his fucking food. And she's like, hotter than me? Never mind, don't answer that. D- Scott, oh, you should. <laughs> Scott is so red, he's like, I gotta go. He goes home, he's playing fucking Final Fantasy 2 or some shit. Uh, oh my god, he's like sweating. Sweating buckets. And Wallace is sweating like... Sweating disgustingly into their probably equally disgusting arm. Oh, that, that chair probably smells disgusting. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, Wallace is just drinking some water. He's like, hey, can I... Can I... Wallace! 
<laughs> Meanwhile, at the Chow residence, which is air which conditioned. Which is air conditioned. <laughs> I love the little notes on the locations in this book. Uh, Tamara yeah. says to, uh, to Knives, you broke up with him again? Nice. It's just like it's over, Tamara. Seriously, he's an idiot and and a loser, and and he's a loser and he's an idiot. Like, <laughs> she has nothing to say about this guy. I mean, like God even knows what they do together because they are seen together before while they are dating. But it's like, what? What are they doing? Like about? every like, time they're together, one of them is not talking. Like yeah. it's, like they're out together at the pizza pizza after uh after Lynette punches the shit out of knives. Just like. They are not talking. They do not talk. I mean, to be fair, it's not like Knives and Scott really had anything of substance to talk about no, anyway. No, but Scott it was, was just content like, to listen to like her little high school drama. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, like your book club this year is like fucking wild, and it's like, oh my god, she's in high school. Like, and the second he starts hanging out with Ramona, he doesn't care anymore. He yeah. just is not listening. <laughs> she's like. Oh yeah, something something Derek, and he's like, oh yeah, just not looking, not paying attention, yeah, yeah. doesn't care. Um, sitting on a couch that he's not allowed to sit on. <laughs> just not fully not giving a fuck. Uh, Knives asks, why do they even call him Young Neil? I don't know. I don't know. Tron's <laughs> uh, like, hey, the Clash of Demon Head. Like way after like this whole fucking like. This in two months. <laughs> I mean, like their band is is broken up. Like they're drummer teleported away their bassist is dead <laughs> like his bassist was murdered they <laughs> was stomped out and murdered um and envy is going solo yeah um and uh we i i want to make a note here every band in this fucking thing is named after like a thing Mm -hmm. um, the Clash of Demon Head is named after a frankly terrible NES game. <laughs> <laughs> I played it one time in high school. I was like, oh, this is atrocious. I hate this. <laughs> um, oh and God. so Tamara's uh, like, yeah I, yeah, I downloaded this after you kept playing it, you know, on fucking Napster, I guess. It's like, I hearted yeah. them. <laughs> Knives very emo-ly says, I hearted them, Tamara, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> just like, just like, oh. Looking very tortured, looking very art school. Yeah. She's like, oh, so like, kind of like how you stopped loving Scott Pilgrim. And she's like, what? I still love Scott. I love him forever. Why'd you slash out his face on your shrine then? She has a fucking shrine to sex bomb. The first instance of us knowing that she has a shrine with lit candles, like a million lit candles. Like, and we say shrine, but there are pictures of, like, herself and Tamara on here. Yeah. Um, but, like, and there's also, a... like, her, like, ticket stubs for, like, Clash of Demon Head and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, there's like, a little... Presumably nice notes from her friends and stuff like mm -hmm. that, like... This picture, which I assume was of her and Scott, where she tore him out of it, I think. Right. This um... little picture of Kim, which I have no yeah, clue when she would have taken. It's like, there's a tiny picture of Kim in the corner. <laughs> um... But yeah, in the middle, there's just a big picture of Scott with his face crossed out. And yeah. we find out later who did this. And my question is, how did he know it was Scott and not Steven? Yeah, like... Because <laughs> there's a picture of Steven right the there, information too. information is that it's a white guy. So he just assumes um, that it's it, Scott. It is 
plausible to me that perhaps her dad ripped out that picture of Knives and Scott. Oh, and so he you know knows that makes sense. Because they were together in that picture. Mm -hmm. And that is the only picture where Knives is together with a boy, notably. Um, and also, I, I, I am assuming he thinks that Scott has questionable moral, moral character, not only because he is an unknown adult white man, but also because there is clearly a picture of Ramona that is being covered up. Oh, where yeah. She is with Scott, but it's being covered by another photo. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, the, the picture of... Uh, it's being covered by another picture of Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think that picture is would have been taken in book one. Right. Um, I think that picture would have been taken, um, like, at the, uh, the, the gig at the Rocket. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, I didn't, I didn't fucking do that. <laughs> Why did I do that? It's like, who did that? It's like, uh, girl, you, like, who else would do that? Mm -hmm. Uh, the next day, Scott and Lisa are walking to, uh, to Steven's house for band practice. Yes. And yes. He, she's like, so where's your girlfriend? He's like, oh, she's working, but it's totally cool we're hanging out. She's really easygoing about stuff. It's like, so I guess you have not talked to her about me. She's a very busy person. Uh, and he goes over, uh, he's like, Kim, Knives, Steven Stills, Young Neil. And Neil in the distance. Nobody's here. <laughs> uh, and and Neil is, is clearly starting to be more of an asshole. Obviously, he's been broken up with. Not that Scott knows about that. <laughs> or cares, frankly. Yeah, uh, and then Scott's like, oh, what? What about band practice? And, like, Neil's being snippy with him. He's being sarcastic. Yeah, like, he's just I'm the person to ask about ass. that. And then, you know, Scott's like, whoa, are you being a dick, young Neil? This isn't <laughs> like you. I don't know where they went, okay, Scott? And now I'm dead. Great. <laughs> and Lisa's just like, oh my god, you killed him. Lisa is also wearing a very 2000s outfit here. She's wearing... Also, it's very adorable. She's wearing, like, a, a jean miniskirt with suspenders. This, this is the like shortest a... skirt imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> with suspenders. Uh, very, very cute. Um, and they go to Kim's house. And, and Kim... it's like, Kim? Hey, hey Kim. Kim. She's, like, not, she's here. not here. And then presumably Joseph is like, damn, damn it, it, did you leave, leave the front door unlocked? So this is, we talked about this because you, uh, you were like, what the fuck is with Stephen and Knives? Because mm -hmm. you were under the impression that not, that Stephen cheated on Julie with Knives. Yes. He, I, I maintain he's cheating on Julie, but not with Knives. He's cheating on Julie with Joseph. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, in general, I was like, I was like, not sure because there's just a lot of sketchy adult behavior in this series, mm -hmm. including uh, them just letting knives her, drink. Yeah, bringing her to bars, to parties, letting her drink and stuff. Um, but and in, she in, clings to him. But um, it's because it's, he's it's the one entirely, adult looking out for her. Yeah, it's entirely unclear what's going on with that. Mm -hmm. They don't really go into detail. Yeah, um, and uh, but in book five, I think Scott asks her. Or it's either book for five or six. Somebody asks her about her and Stills, and she goes, "What? No!" Like she laughs at laughs it off. She's like, yeah, no. yeah. So, um, presumably, I mean, he's... I'm guessing you're more right about it. Mm -hmm. 
he, presumably he's the adult uh, looking after her, and she is like the one person or like the first person he talks to about like yeah, and like the reason that I thought that it, something could have been happening to begin with is the way Julie treats her. Yes, which, like, Julie, Julie is obviously cheating. incredibly hostile to her because she presumably assumes that Stephen is cheating on her with knives. Right. Um, and so <laughs> Stephen is leaning out of the door and he goes, uh, hi. He says, are you growing a beard? Uh, guess what, man? Joseph's going to help us record our album. Who's your friend? It's like, oh, this is Lisa. Uh, you're here with Joseph. Where's Kim? So, so, oh, she went to Sneaky D's with Julie and the other chick. He does not even remember Holly's name. <laughs> um, to, so what? You're just chilling with Joseph? Chilling with Joseph. <laughs> so what happened to band practice, man? And Joseph goes, tell him we're busy making magic. We're busy making magic, buddy. Which is code for Joseph is... <laughs> <laughs> He's teaching him the grapefruit technique. <laughs> He's teaching him um, the ways. <laughs> He's teaching him how what that mouth do. Uh, Scott leaves <laughs> and calls his friend slurs. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they go to Sneaky D's, uh, which, again, that's a real place, right? That is a real place. Sneaky D's is still in operation. They run, I think like an emo night every Friday where they just play a bunch of emo songs. It's epic, I heard. Uh, I might go sometime. I have never been to Sneaky D's, but I have seen Sneaky D's in person because I've been in that area for other reasons, and I was like, oh, it's Sneaky D's. Oh, you did the, the fucking... <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like... <laughs> the Wojak point? And so, Kim, this is the happiest I think I've ever seen Kim. She's yeah. grinning ear to ear. She's so happy to see Lisa. Yeah, um, she looks very sweet. She's like, Jason's gonna help me bring the drums over. And Scott goes, who the hell is Jason? Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he forgot. He forgot again. I'm like, Holly is trying so hard to, like, talk to him on his terms because she's, like, the, the guy, guy with, with the car. car. Also, like, again, you know Holly a guy looks... with a car? I don't get the car. Holly, again, looks very good here. Yeah, she looks bitchin'. Uh, the, the shoulder... The top with the shoulders out? crazy yeah yeah um and so kim is being absolutely sweet like she wants to hang out with lisa all the time the sweetest and like the most unguarded that she has been Mm -hmm. like throughout the whole series which we find out in book six uh oh go ahead yeah like because she's being so earnest she's like oh my god i can't believe you're here like this is so amazing like how long are you staying like she is we have to hang out all the time is it okay if we hang out all the time yeah um and my thinking like something we find out later in book six is that mm-hmm. so as Scott remembers it, uh, he moved away and broke up with Kim. Yes, that's half true. Scott yes. th- remembers telling Kim, "Oh, I'm moving to Toronto." Mm-hmm. Uh, in reality, he told Lisa. Yeah. Uh, and so Kim and Lisa had a falling out about it. Yes. Because Kim is mad that her boyfriend left without telling her, but is also more mad that her boyfriend left and told their mutual friend. Yeah. Who I I would assume Kim knows has a thing for him. Yeah. I mean, like, Kim is one of the few people in the series who is not fucking stupid. So presumably she knows. And so it's Um, like, why why would he tell you and not me? Yeah. Um, but also, I'm assuming they patched it up because 
you know, Lisa knew where she went to university. Right. Yeah. So presumably they have been friends after that incident, but have not seen each other in a long time. Right. Um, Scott starts eating some fucking nachos and zones out. And I, <laughs> I feel this so like, immensely. Go to the zoo. It's in Scarborough, right? Like just not knowing where the zoo is. He's, he's, is there a zoo in Scarborough? Is the zoo in Scarborough? I might be talking out my ass. <laughs> I went there recently. <laughs> Okay, thanks. Wikipedia does not tell me anything. The Toronto Zoo is a zoo located in Toronto, Ontario. <laughs> I kind of got that from context. Um, like, never mind that Scarborough is in Toronto. But Scott is yeah, he is happy as a fucking pig in slop with these nachos. Uh, okay, it is in Scarborough. I don't uh, know anything. <laughs> Ramona shows up and she's like, "Hey, I got your message." Ramona is what is? How would you describe this dress Ramona is wearing? Um, 2000s I mean like <laughs> she's she's wearing a a, a, a okay it's, it's like coveralls it's, yeah it's like a it's like almost like a jumpsuit but it's like a dress it's like a collared like double buttoned like zip up like dress I, I would almost call this like a cargo dress <laughs> It's like, like, it's like a blue collar job, like workers coveralls, so like, but it's like a cute dress. Um, and so uh, Ramona goes, oh, or Lisa goes, hey, you must be Ramona, right? I'm Lisa. And she says, oh, hi, Lisa. Are you a friend of Julie's? And she goes, who is Julie? Who is sitting right next to me? <laughs> Julie looks so irritated that she doesn't know who she is. It's like, um, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, Kim chimes in that Lisa went to high school with her and Scott. And was also the town slut. Yeah, which makes Ramona very uncomfortable. Scott looks like he wants the ground to swallow him. He's so... (laughs) Look at this real fear on his face. Yeah. Uh, Lisa is embarrassed. She's like, I just played one on TV. She's like, oh, you're an actor. Like, Ramona immediately gets over it. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, you're an actor. Okay, cool. It's like, yeah, but just on some crappy Canadian show nobody watched. Uh, Kim is fawning all over her. She's like, Psh, modesty. She's moving to the States and she's going to be a star. <laughs> Ramona, very snidely, is like, wow, wow, the States? I've heard you, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Uh, Ramona and- is like, God, I hate the US. <laughs> just fuck America. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so Scott and Ramona are walking home a couple panels of silence and Scott goes you ever kissed a girl? I'm a of nothing which the book remarks yeah Scott is still thinking about women kissing shivering with his fucking google search history looks insane right now yeah absolutely he is like girls kissing Yuri kissing girls girls making out five hours like Uh, remember how he's got that dumb poster of girls making out? Yeah, which he tries, he tries to, to, to bequeath to Kim. <laughs> um, and so he shivers with delight and she says, you're such a fucking dork, man. Uh, Scott has a very silly Zelda dream. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then Ramona s- skates into his head. So if you don't know, listener, somehow, Ramona 
has this ability to go to this place called subspace. There is a convenient subspace highway through Scott's head. So Ramona often just pops up in Scott's dreams. And not like he is dreaming about Ramona. No, Ramona herself is there. Yeah, it's like Inception. She, like, invades his dreams, Dark Soul style. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she's beginning to lecture him. He wakes up because the phone is ringing. She's like, get Uh, a fucking job! (laughs) Yeah, he is is a bum. (laughs) You are a bum! Uh, It, he, uh... Wallace is calling and goes, hey, I think we should go see Peter tomorrow. He says, the landlord? No, you do it. He says, great, I'll let you go then, since you're obviously very busy. Ugh. He says, are there any jobs at your job? He says, available what, for you? He says, uh, no. Uh, I mean, I have this friend who, he's like, do you fucking even know what I do for a living? He says, no. <laughs> Which, like, he looks like he's at an office. Uh, he looks like he could be fucking like tech support or something because he has a headset. Right, like, he, he uh, presumably works in some kind of call center. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's like some kind of customer service representative or something. Uh, Scott walks out of his door and Knives is just there. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm not even stalking you. Uh, interestingly, she is she's sporting a very teenager outfit. Like a very, very teenager. Like the, the skirt and like capri legging combo it's the oh my and the God. thing on her arm yes yes very like guitar hero level. 3 yeah, <laughs> very I mean, afi video interestingly she's wearing a round bag that uh seriously resembles her looks like ramona's yeah yeah uh, um, she's like i'm not even stalking you <laughs> scott is completely like not even thinking about that yeah, yeah it's like, cool it's don't worry cool. about it uh then there is a mysterious man in, in the trees behind her. And then he's gone. Uh, Scott <laughs> I like his, uh, his fucking Saiyan hair. <laughs> I love his... He, he looks like... You ever, you ever seen what Vegeta's dad looks like? <laughs> he looks like King Vegeta! Like... Yeah. <laughs> like... Saiyan hair, goatee... Um... But... Uh... And so Scott walks into the second cup, the coffee chain where uh, Julie and Stacy work, which yeah, that's such um, a funny combination of people to work together. I know. Notably, he is going to the St. Clair location because later on in the book, he does not fucking realize that not all second cup exteriors lead, lead to, to the, the same. same interior where his sister is working. Uh, so he goes in there and he does. He goes, ah, no, not you. When he sees Julie, says that's something so fu- something funny so long ago. <laughs> She's like, what's going on? He's like, uh, recording in sneaky D's as usual. She's like, oh, okay, recording. And he goes to he goes up to Stacy. He goes, hey, can I get a free ice latte? Two steps ahead of you, darling. So, so are you guys hiring? And she goes, and she's like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> um, He's like the 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 second cup. I mean. She's like, do you want to work here? He thinks about it for a second and goes, I have to go. Um, I would like to note, and yes, yes, I have uh, been watching Bleach the Thousand Year Blood War. Why would you ask? Uh, fucking <laughs> Stacy looks like Rukia. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, the fact that Scott has light brown hair and both of his siblings have, like, jet black hair is so funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like... Scott and St- and I know that everybody kind of looks alike in this art style, but Scott and Stacy mm-hmm. do look alike. Yeah. Uh, which is fascinating to me. 
because they have the same like the way the characters are differentiated uh, a lot is like the shape of their eyes like Wallace's eyes are very rectangular Kim has this like half oval thing yeah. going on Scott and Stacy have these gigantic round eyes yeah. and notably Stacy also has thicker eyebrows for, for the girls in the series yes like, like Scott, Scott. yeah, yeah. Um, he goes, I have to go. <laughs> and so he goes to the independent video store where Kim works. Uh, I love this She's panel. On the phone. <laughs> uh, where the shadows point at Kim. Yeah. Also, um, if you look on the, um, on her, her desk, on mm-hmm. the side of it, the cover of book three is there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so Thank she's on the phone with well, Jason. Man. Yeah. She's smiling, immediately frowns as she sees Scott. (laughs) Her mood is ruined the second he walks in. He says, uh, hey, Kim. Uh, Kim also at work, no shoes on. Oh my god, I didn't fucking know that she's barefoot. What an animal. She she just took her fucking sandals off when she got to work. That's very white of her. (laughs) (laughs) One thing about white women, they love being barefoot. Unless they're Chloe. In which case, her shoes are always on. Yeah, she she is. I swear that girl is a brat doll. Like she's not capable of removing her shoes from her feet. They are one being. <laughs> like, love hey, you, Chloe. Kim. We love you, Chloe. Shout out, Chloe. Uh, and so Scott's like, uh, I was thinking of I'd ask how about getting a job here. They realize how fucking stupid that would be. It's like, why is that? You're unprepared. You don't have a resume. You owe us a ton of late fees. Bravo, Scott. Maturity. And she's like, I'll, I'll call you later, Jason. He says, Jason, you're on the phone with that guy? Doesn't he have a car? <laughs> and then she's like, whatever, anyways. I know somewhere is hiring. Steven's, the workplace where Steven Stills works is hiring, and you may have an inn. Come on, I'll walk you over. This place is dead anyway. <laughs> she's like, you may have an inn. <laughs> uh, I miss video stores. I know that, like, because of streaming, uh, they're pretty much they're dead. They're so dead, yeah. But, like, God, I'm... <sighs> When I was a kid, um, my mom, so my, my brothers would go to their dads every other weekend. And so mm-hmm. it would just be me and my mom. Mm-hmm. And so when they would go, me and my mom would go to the Blockbuster in town. Yes. And I have uh, fond memories of Blockbuster and also. And like she'd let me rent a game or a movie or something. So like, mm-hmm. uh, like I remember I rented Dragon Ball Z Sagas one time. <laughs> well, a game that is not good. But I loved it. Uh, and me and my friend tried to beat it in a weekend. Because um, oh I didn't have a memory card. So we were just, my fucking PS2 oh was just on. High um, stakes. Uh, we also at one point lived down the street from a Hollywood video. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so me and my friend Chris would go to that Hollywood video and just hang out in the the game store that was attached to the game crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, we're just like, See, I think I was, I would have been like 14 or 15 and Chris would have been 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And we're, we would just fucking hang out with all these grown ass adults working in, <laughs> working in the <laughs> video store. Like they didn't give a fuck. They would just say whatever in front of us. Oh my God. <laughs> like they were, I remember one time these dudes were arguing about like who the best girl in Final Fantasy VII was. <laughs> this and is like goes, such a 2000 story you're fucking telling me right now. <laughs> um, and they're like. I remember one of these was like, you just like Tifa because you want to beat off to her. He's like, you're correct. 
Um, um, it, was, it was just fucked up. It was hilarious. <laughs> Shout out video stores, a truly dead um, medium. For all you folks out there, you can still borrow things for free. It's called a library. Shout yes. out libraries. Go Shout visit your libraries. local library. I actually rented Scott Pilgrim vs. the World from a library when my cable was off. Uh, well, Hell yeah. when the cable at my dad's house was off, and so me and my stepmom <laughs> and my sisters went to the library, and everybody just rent picked a movie. Yeah, I mean, I could only rent the comics, like, to begin with, or not rent, borrow the comics to begin with to read from the library. So, shout out libraries, shout out the Toronto Public Library, go to your local library. Uh, my middle school library had a weird selection of manga and just got Shonen Jump for some fucking reason. Oh my god, oh my god, don't talk to me about middle school manga, they're, like, I... I have some insane, like... What do you motherfuckers know about a... Jing, the King of Bandits? Like, my middle school had, like, the strangest selection of manga. There was, like, there was, like, you had, like, the Naruto and, like, the Bleach and stuff. There was also, like, Yotsuba. I'm like, who is out here reading Yotsuba in, like, middle school? Like, Yotsuba is funny to me as an adult. I'm like... <laughs> uh, they had, like, shit that you never fucking heard of. Like, there was an extremely cute and now I realize very obscure manga series that my middle school library had called Chokomimi about these two girls um these two girls who go to school in Japan and like it's just like a like a cute like slice of life like romance like fashion thing and like they they just have these like fashion spreads like in the middle of the book that's like hey this is what they're wearing like it's it's springtime when this is being released presumably this was for some kind of like monthly or like bi-monthly release magazine originally and it's like hey it's springtime this is what we're wearing and i was like oh my god i am a child it's the 2000s i'm taking so much inspiration <laughs> that's why you know so much about the different kinds of sleeves uh. <laughs> yeah um talk to me about sleeves please um <laughs> Uh, there was a there was a story that I read the other day that was like a news article that was talking about um, like this woman who like had a really big problem with like the school's library of like her her child's like middle school library because they were like they had like obscene like erotic manga there and it was like no child needs to see this. <laughs> it's just fucking lone wolf and cub. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, this is some, like, Spice and Wolf shit. I'm like, this is not appropriate for anyone, um, ever. So Scott and Kim walk over to uh, to the restaurant where Steven works. And they're like, Which yeah, we Scott somehow thinks is a bank. Uh, says, uh, yeah, we actually have uh, do have a dishwashing position open. Uh, you do that, I can teach you prep on the side, you can work your way up. That's way more organization than like a, any re than the restaurant I worked in. Yeah, you know, like, right? It's like you are a line cook and you are definitely insane. <laughs> you, you are a line cook and also you work prep and also you uh, you are a dishwasher. It's like, how do I do, yeah. do all the What the fuck? Why am I doing all this shit? Yeah, like Ratatouille taught me that there's a separate dishwasher guy. There is not. There's not. Um, I, I went home with fucking water in my shoes every day. Oh, God. In Chicago in the winter. <laughs> it sucked. Um, Scott's like, uh, he, he's like, so it's more or less like a video game, you're saying. Kind of a job system. <laughs> a job system. <laughs> and Steven looks at him and fucking walks away. <laughs> you fucking also, idiot. He is wearing... Uh, a, a hat that just says nuts, nuts. on it. 
I need that hat. I need that hat so bad. I feel like there's an implication that he is wearing it for the job, but the place is called the Happy Avocado. Avocado. Where are the nuts? <laughs> like, well, it's a vegan restaurant. Vegans eat peanuts, right? Sure. Um, it's Kim smacks the shit out of Scott. She just across the side of his head. She's like, "Come on, man, get it together." Yeah. Like, I, I'm not a clueless idiot. Is and Stephen is just like Scott. Are you going to work? Do you have what it takes to be a serious dishwasher? Maybe the best dishwasher there ever was? <laughs> says, I can do it. I can do anything. Just give me a chance. And he says, hey, Dominique, can my friend have that job? And Dominique, one of the only black people in this story. <laughs> I know that O'Malley <laughs> said, like, one of his regrets is that, like, so many of these characters are white. Um, yeah, he's like, I didn't really mean to make it a white story. It ended up being a very white story. And he's like, and I think that was kind of bland. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of these characters, you can just, like, headcanon are mixed. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, personally, I just assume that a lot of these characters are partly Asian. Or yeah, I was like, like, a lot of these characters, you can just say, are Asian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like Kim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kim, I feel like you could you could make that uh, estimation about Roxy for sure, because they keep for saying sure. Roxy's a half ninja. Half ninja. It's like, oh, so she's biracial. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay, so she's 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 half. She's a halfie. She's biracial. <laughs> biracial girl. Um, so they give him the job. Uh, also, this she other girl here, me. Crystal, the blender jockey. <laughs> Yeah, Blender Jockey. <laughs> Blender Jockey is such a sick job title. I mean, they're they're a vegetarian restaurant. I feel like it calls for it. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and Scott gets 500 EXP. Uh, <laughs> Kim's just like, that seemed easy. easy. Uh, they're walking back, I guess, to Kim's job. And she's goes, Scott, if your life had a face, I would punch it. I would punch your life in the face. Like, Which Steven says later. Yes. Um... Hey, there's a guy over there with a samurai sword. Really? Like a katana or a wakizashi or both? It's like, <laughs> why do you know this, you stupid-ass weed? Like, he has a longsword proficiency. He does have longsword proficiency. <laughs> um, uh, and they're behind the old Toronto streetcars. Shout uh, out the TTC. We have uh, new streetcars now. Uh, they're very nice, and they're air-conditioned. Uh, shout out to air-conditioned public transportation. Uh, yeah. The buses in my hometown added a, um, right before I moved away, they added these buses that had Wi-Fi on them. Uh-huh. <laughs> like oh Wi-Fi and, like, that's, charger that's ports. And I was like, this is the most useful thing I've ever encountered. That is so luxurious. <laughs> I was like, this is truly the height of luxury. Um, yeah. Because I was on the bus all day. I, I would take the bus, like, an hour and a half to get to, the, to school when I was in college. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, then I would take an hour and a half back. And so it was just nice to, like, oh, man, I can sit here and watch my stupid little videos. Yeah, kick back, have some Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, so Knives' dad... They don't know it's Knives' dad. Yeah, enter Knives' dad who... <laughs> who slices the streetcar in half. <laughs> miraculously not killing anyone? Yeah. Uh, and he... Uh, Kim looks horrified. Kim says, aren't you going to fight him? And he says, fight him? How? What? He's got a sword. He says, who uh, is Nine's this guy? dad looks like he came straight out of the Matrix. <laughs> this dude has, has John Woo movies on a fucking endless <laughs> loop at home. 
Yeah. Uh, Scott's He's at like, home oh, watching oh, Hong Kong like, martial maybe... arts flicks. <laughs> Scott's like, uh, maybe he's one of Ramona's evil ex-boyfriends? It's like, and Kim's just like, isn't he kind of old? You think? Hey, if you had to guess, how old would you say Ramona is? We're because the wall, Scott, do something. Do you think she's over 25? I can never tell with girls. Scott, I'm sad that I'm about to die, but I'm not sad that you're about to die. I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Kim has dream, has a recurring dream about Scott being murdered. <laughs> yeah. Um He's about to kill them. They go through a subspace door. Uh it says subspace. Ramona works here. Yeah. Um also, this is before they Oh, it, it is in this book. Uh the the gag where you find out that like for Ramona it is a literal subspace. Yes. Because in her mind, uh she is like chained up with Gideon. Yeah. Which is... They don't unpack that! Yeah. <laughs> I would have some serious concerns, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they go through the door, and uh, Kim, now barefoot because her shoes fell off, it's like, yeah. I have to go. And fucking walks home barefoot. Uh, and so Scott goes home to his and Wallace's apartment. Wallace is pantsless. Wallace is not wearing any pants. He has these two friends here. We never find out their names. They're just here. We do know who they are. Uh, and so they're like, hey, uh, Scott, join us for roommate. Join us for cocktails, won't you? And he says, I don't drink. He says, all right. <laughs> the, this lady goes, is that a moral high ground thing? He says, not at all. He's just a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, presumably they're they're pre-gaming, they're about to go clubbing. Uh, once again, Scott is like, why are you not wearing pants? So, oh, yeah, I was gonna change, but once I my, had my pants off, I figured, hey, we're all friends here. <laughs> Wallace is the most sexually free <laughs> character I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Um... <laughs> he just does not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Scott calls Ramona, he's like, I need to fucking get out of here. Yeah. Uh, and Ramona points out that his stupid little wristbands make him sweat. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to add, I also had a phase where I wore stupid little wristbands. and uh, I also they, did that. <laughs> I had the same thought he did. It's like, no, they keep me cool. And it's like, wait, no. Wait, this is better. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, <laughs> they go to, they go to Steven's house and, uh, Young Neil's like, hey, why don't you guys ever jam over here? He's like, the drums are at Kim's, man. It's not like we're going to lug them back and forth. He says, what about band practice? Yeah, what about band practice? <laughs> Steve is just like, we're recording right now, which is definitely an excuse for him to hang out with Joseph. Yeah. He's wearing, he's literally wearing a shirt that says Brown Bear on it. Yeah, it's like, sir, you are at, gay. As he's growing his beard out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scott is like, uh, what if we have to play a show and we're like totally out of practice? Uh, Neil Neil echoes that, but less coherently. Yeah, this that does happen, by the way. That happens in book five. Uh, Julie sets them up with a gig at Sneaky D's, uh, which is actually yeah. a trap set by the twins. Right. Um, which I didn't find, I forgot, was originally supposed to be how Lawrence was introduced, Scott's brother. Really? Yeah, he was supposed to be the one that set them up. Oh. Um, and so the, he said, don't worry about it. Let's go. You want to come over, Neil? Says, I have an exam tomorrow. Which uh, we just find out Neil is still in school. Yeah, Neil is only 20. Neil's um, still in college, right. I assume. Yeah. Um, and so uh, 
at the at Judy at Joseph's bedroom studio. Uh, Stephen's like, uh, was that good? He's like, that was awful. Should I do it again? <laughs> Julie's like, we have to leave. <laughs> tell her to shut and up. Joseph is like, tell her to shut up. And, he and then Stephen's just like, baby. <laughs> She's like, don't even start with me, Stephen. <laughs> well, this isn't awkward at all. She's got her fucking shoes. They got their shoes on on this man's bed. That is disgusting. Scott is the that only is one with disgusting. any fucking respect here. <laughs> Oh my god, that is so awful. So maybe we should get the fuck out of here. Uh, and they're back at Sneaky D's, and uh, Ramona says, Are we coming here every night now? She says, Everyone hangs out here, Ramona. It's not unusual. Uh, I unfortunately had to resist singing that Tom Jones song here. <laughs> uh, Kim, very cutely wearing a ponytail, is like, It's not unusual. It's just typically crappy. It's not unusual. It's just typically crappy. <laughs> Uh, uh, Julie Jay hates their recording. Jason is just like, this food sucks. Always this bad. It's like, nah, you, uh, Lisa loves it. Apparently, it's like, are you yeah. kidding? It's like ambrosia. <laughs> Kim is like, have you seen the grease oozing from that vent outside? Uh, and Julie gets up to go hang out with her friends in the back, and Jason goes, so you're not her friends? <laughs> Tragically, no. Our friend is just dating her. Uh, which I feel like everybody knows that experience. The friend who is uh, you just have to hang out with because somebody else is like fucking them. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Lisa gets up for a smoke break, and Scott is horrified. He's like, "Hey, he's like, you smoke?" And Ramon is like, "I'll join you." He's like, "I thought you quit." He's like, uh, it's "Special occasions or when I'm drinking." No. <laughs> I love, like, the kind of recurring, like, idea that, like, they're, like, <laughs> that people in the this book series are, like, smoking is, is evil! Smoking makes you evil. <laughs> um, and Scott sits with his hands on his chin for a second and then realizes, oh, they're gonna talk about me. <laughs> Which, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are! <laughs> and he says, your current uh, girl and your ex? No kidding. He's like, whoa, 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 she's not my ex. Me and Lisa didn't date. So what do you think they're talking about? It's like, well, right now Lisa is explaining that you're a giant idiot, and in a minute Ramona will see the error of your ways and dump your ass. And Scott goes, and what? Marry you? I am <laughs> once again saying that Scott, uh, Ramona, and Lisa, or not Lisa, Scott, Ramona, and Kim, and Kim. should just they make should it happen. Just, they should just all just, just make it happen. Um, you know what? I, <laughs> I said to you the other day. I said, you know what will really help Kim get over her unresolved issues with Scott? <laughs> Double teaming like, him with Ramona, a girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. and also double teaming him with Ramona. <laughs> yeah. Um. Knife shows up once again in an extremely mid two thousands outfit. She's. I think this class. is the same day. She she's has... wearing the same thing from before. Oh no! You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um. And uh, uh Stills is still wearing his his very gay shirt. Br brown bear. I'm sure that's like an obscure Canadian indie band or some shit. I'm sure it is, but like also, Stephen, you are so homosexual. Stephen Stills, a man with brown hair growing his beard out. A very hairy man wearing a brown bear t-shirt. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Knives have snuck into the bar. Uh, Stephen is stressed about Julie. Yep. Uh, and he's like, uh... He's like, Knives, when did you get old enough to get into a bar? He's like, oh, I'm still 17. She did not. But, uh, but Stephen vouched for me. Uh, can I have a nacho? He's like, uh, did you tell Ramona you got a fucking job today? 
says, no, I totally forgot. Maybe when I tell her, she'll stop hating me. And <laughs> immediately, it's like, she hates you? And uh, Kim goes, come on, everyone hates him, Knives. And fucking Steven, the worst, goes, hey, yeah, don't you? <laughs> says, yeah. Like, yeah, of course I do. Note. <laughs> Note, she totally loves him. She totally uh, loves him. Uh, Scott pisses. Uh, Julie is pissed that Knives is here with because, Stephen because now she's sure that like something's happening with them. And she says, "He's like, I fucking ran into her on the street and told her we were all hanging out. Are your pants too tight or what?" She's like, "It's okay, Julie." And Julie is furious. <laughs> Don't talk to me. How do you even know my name? Don't Run talk to me. I'll murder you. <laughs> Ramona and Lisa are smoking outside, and Scott is like, we need to leave. And, uh, they're talking. Uh, <laughs> uh and Kim, uh, Ramona goes, she isn't so bad, I guess. He goes, who, Julie? No, she really is bad. She really is. It's like, I'm talking about Lisa, you doof. She's okay, right? I'm allowed to like her, right? Asshole. <laughs> Says, hey, sure, I like Lisa just fine. I mean, she's kind of short, but she's all she's right. She's short, like... Like it's a character flaw that she's short. Uh, so, Ramona is obviously anxious about what's what's going on with them because she's like, so did you have a thing for her? Like she's pretty cute. Sounds like you guys were close. Uh, Scott reveals that he was raised by women, which explains <laughs> why he is so soy. I, I need to understand that. I need to explain that that is that is me. He says, what? No. Most of my, all my friends were girls, I guess. And she says, oh, you were raised by teenage girls. No wonder you're such a sensitive boy. He's like, damn it, Ramona. I'm not a sensitive boy. I'm rough. <laughs> he gets home. Wallace is fucking drunk. No pants on. He does not realize, like, he's like, oh, I'm still here. You pre-drank too much and fell asleep before even going out? Isn't that a form of narcolepsy? So I thought you'd be gone for another couple hours. I told Ramona we could come over here and cuddle. And he's, he's like, like <laughs> just pretend I'm not here. Ignore me, man. So, uh, so uh, want to make out? And she's like, fucking no, dude. Somehow the pantless gay man is not bringing the romance, Scott. It's fuck. Damn it, Wallace, you suck. <laughs> Scott's uh, stiff ass pants. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's like, why are you still talking to me? And then Walt is like, we have to wake up early. Wait, why? You Take can't make me do this. Landlord. I don't like him. You don't have to like him, guy. You just have to give give him all your money until you're a better person. <laughs> uh they're in an elevator that is nicer than their apartment. Yeah, I mean they're in the financial district, so they're they're in a they're going to the the fancy the fancy uh, you know property management office presumably. Scott is wearing uh, one of Wallace's shirts. Oh yeah, so he can look presentable. Um, and it is way earlier than uh, Scott is usually awake. And he's just drooling on himself. He's like, I like elevators. <laughs> uh, Peter, their landlord, kind of a scary guy. Kind of a scary guy, as many landlords are. He says, uh, uh, Mr. Wells, it's a pleasure, as always. What can I help you with this morning? He says, well, I, I wasn't really looking for an answer there. I'll get right to the point, gentlemen. The landlord-tenant relationship that we share has been strained. 
which I'd say, is that a fair assessment? Yes, sir. So apparently, you're actually caught up on rent. But that's impossible! Because you paid your first and last up front, and this is your last month. What? You signed a one-year lease starting in September. I guess, huh. Wow. Our lease is up? So, if you want to stay, it's month to month as per our contract. If you're leaving, leave and be out by the 27th. Oh, hey, that's my birthday. August 27th is your birthday? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think his birthday is September 27th. September 27th, yeah. Because Peter stuff. says September and then he says 27th. And then like an idiot, Scott is like, oh, September 27th, that's my birthday. My birthday. Uh, yeah, Scott's birthday is September 27th, I think, because that's, or, it's either September or October, uh, somewhere around there. Right, right. Um, but they go, and they go their separate ways, go to work. Uh, Scott is walking home, then from work, after a very long day, and gets fucking attacked by a mysterious shadow. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, I had a hard day at work, fight me in the morning, or like at noon, wait, I have to work again. And then just fucking uppercuts. I love the pose here. It's so good. Yeah, um, it's really, really good. He punches Roxy in her titty. Yeah, directly <laughs> in the boob. He says, who are you and why are you attacking me? You punched me in the boob! And then Scott He's wants like, to... Oh, oh, oh. oh, I punched a girl in her tit! She's like, I was obviously... I was just toying with you, obviously. Prepare to <coughs> die. And so then she's like... Should I know you? I kind of have a bad memory. So that's funny, Scott. Because everyone always remembers you, don't they? What? It's like, what? <laughs> See, I, I wish that uh, they kept the line uh, from the movie. The, uh... <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart. I just cashed my last rain check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? It's like, Roxy, what are you talking about? Why are you incoherent? Shout out to Mae Whitman. Uh, love her. And uh, then she's like, nothing. I'll see you later, but you won't see me because I'll be I'll... deadly serious next time. And then does the fucking uh, substitution. She's jutsu. like, never mind. And then Ninja vanishes. <clears throat> Smoke bombs. Uh, Scott walks in. Wallace isn't home, so he takes a shower. Uh, sitting here in a towel, calls Ramona to try and tell her about what like, happened. Yeah, she doesn't pick up. They are recording. Scott zones out during the recording. Is like, hey, this is a good song. It kind of zoned out there. Who is this again? It's us. Uh, and then he calls her again, and still for forgets to tell her that he got about a job. The job, yeah. Um, I will say there's always something that like really. If I didn't hate the environment of bars, um, mm -hmm. there's something that's really appealing to me about like, hey, yeah, this group of friends just goes out and like fucking has dinner and drinks all the time. Yeah. Like, there's something, like, delightfully early 20s about it for me. Yeah, it's it's very cute. Um, um, uh, and so he's like, hey, where's, uh, they go to Sneaky D's and it's like, hey, where's Ramona? Oh, she's at home tonight and she likes me very much. <laughs> and Joseph's like, have you said the L word yet, though? And then Scott is just like, why is everyone obsessed with lesbians? He says, I think she means, I think he means the other word. Again, Holly is just here. I, I love that she just becomes part of the group for this one book. Um, He's like, the other L word, L is for 
he looks over to his right, Lisa? <laughs> and uh, Lisa asks him, hey, you want a puff of, of her cigarette? Uh, he says, no, nah, I don't smoke. And she's like, is that not like a moral high ground thing, or are you just a pussy? <laughs> He's just, like, smoking is, it's evil, right? Who, who smokes? smokes? <laughs> so Ramona has stayed home, eh? Uh, you don't think that's a bad sign? It's like, well, she's allowed. And Lisa asks him again, hey, do you want a puff of this? And he says, no, I said no, didn't I? And she goes, Scott, yeah. You know in high school, yeah, how we never went for it? Well, I, Lisa, you're drunk. Am I, Scott? Am uh, I, Scott? I think so, yeah. I sent sent this to you a while ago, but this is I hand to God beat for beat from an issue of Generation X mm-hmm. uh, because Brian Lee O'Malley, big X Men guy. Um, mm-hmm. So in the issue, I think it's Generation X number four, uh, where uh, Paige Paige Guthrie, aka Husk, famous for that scene uh, where she and uh, Angel have mid-air sky sex uh, in front of everyone. It's very <laughs> fucked up. Very weird. Um, she is trying to make a pass at Chamber uh, mm-hmm. who is like tortured and British. So He's a tortured <laughs> British goth boy. So like women love him. We all know uh, those. And he says, he said, like she's drunk. Like she's been drinking. And he says Paige, you're drunk. And she says, am I John? Am I? Am I? <laughs> Like, he beat for beat took that from this. Uh, mm-hmm. It just, like, there's no, like, like, that's a good little homage, which is you'd have to have read this fucking X-Men comic from 1995 <laughs> to have, to get it. Um, Scott and Meanwhile, Wallace. Meanwhile, yeah, Scott and Wallace are <laughs> naked in bed together. <laughs> this really, if you isolate this, this looks like a morning after talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Wallace is like, um, so hey, this place. Do you like we, it here? Yeah. Um, Scott Scott goes over all the fucking things that are fucked up about this place. <laughs> He's like, um, that's mice, and the bathroom is pretty scary. I don't know what that means. And you. <laughs> Scott is apparently <laughs> scared of the bathroom. <laughs> he says, and you, <laughs> like it's fucking, like Scott Steiner. <laughs> You snore like a um, jackhammer and you kick a lot. Not to mention, like, okay, you can stop. <laughs> um, Wallace is fishing around to see if Scott can move in with Ramona. Because Scott, Wallace also does not want to live here anymore. Yeah. Um, he's like, if you can't, if it's out of the question, don't worry about it. Like to say, like Wallace is such a good friend that he's like, I'll stay here in this shitty little apartment with you if you can't afford to move out. Right. Um... Uh, and, like, you know, he, he says something pretty real, which is like, Scott, I'll stay if you want me to stay. I just want you to consider the possibilities. He's like, remember, we have to make our mansion with the 27th. Oh, yeah, my birthday. The 27th of August, Scott. Not my birthday. I'm not my birthday. Not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's kind of a cute moment because Scott is like, it hadn't even occurred to me. I guess I'll just think about it. Like, uh, I'll talk to her and stuff. And, like, it's it's kind of cute that, like, he just assumes that he and Wallace will always be together like that. Yeah. Like, it's hard to say, like, who is Scott's best friend? My, in, I'm always inclined to say it's Kim. Yeah. I, because I as Scott that. describes her later, she's the one constant in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, he and Wallace have been through some shit together. And so, like, yeah. 
Wallace is and the like, one who's scraping him off the ground when fucking Envy calls him and breaks his spirit. Yeah, and Wallace is, in general is, is like, you know, a catty gay man, but like the most kind of like genuine moments where he's like more emotive is about Scott. Like he gets mad on his behalf about Envy. Like he's concerned about him genuinely. He checks in about his love life. He's like trying to he's like the one help who, Scott pick his life up. Right. He's the one who pushes Scott to break up with knives. Yeah. Like he's the like everyone else is like, I don't know, Scott, it's a little weird, but nobody's like actively making a put like uh Julie or not Julie, uh Stacy goes Stacy does check on him and go like, hey, why are you doing this? Yeah. Are you doing this because you want to do it? Or are you doing this because you're insane? And yeah. he says, I don't know. But like when he meets Ramona, uh, Wallace is immediately like, you need to break up with knives. Like right. they, it is not good for you in the long run to keep this charade going. And mm -hmm. it's fucked up that you're dating this teenage girl and stringing her along. And if you don't break up with her, I'll tell Ramona about her. Yeah. And, and I will like, blow up your spot. Yeah. And, like, it, it's clear to me when Scott says it hasn't occurred to him that he could move in with Ramona is also because, you know, like, he's... I, I, I do think primarily he's thinking about the fact that, like, he thinks that Ramona needs her own space and, like, he, he's right. kind of... Well, they're, they're still not that close despite having dated for four months and so he's like not really thinking about the idea he's of like the it's kind of soon sharing, to do that yeah us sharing a space with her but at the same time i do think it's also about the fact that he has always kind of considered him and wallace as a unit right like he doesn't want to inconvenience ramona and he's he thinks of himself and wallace as this like package deal um and so uh he and Steven talk about it, and he's like, you're a monster, Steven Stills. This is insanely difficult for me. I love that Scott always calls him by his full name. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, like, Come on, they run deal. into Knives' dad, who Steven recognizes as one of the regulars. Yeah. He says, I've seen the guy before. He's like, was he swinging a huge samurai sword at your neck? Excuse me, through a streetcar <laughs> at your neck? He's like, no, I think it's like like, man, I, I don't know. I'm in the kitchen. Like, I don't see him, but I think he comes with his family. Like, He says, I just work in the kitchen. I don't see them up close. I just remember because he came up to me once. He's like, whatever. I have a totally serviceable view of the dining room from here. Oh, my God! <laughs> he says, what now? Is he out there? He's like, no, it's not him. It's that crazy girl. He says, what crazy girl? He's like, the chubby blonde by the window. She attacked me the other night with almost ninja-like stealth and speed. <laughs> almost ninja-like? Can you see who she's with? Uh, I think it's your girlfriend, dude. Yeah. Uh, Ramona and Roxy are talking. Uh, they apparently have not seen each other since college. Presumably, uh, well, no, not presumably. They were roommates. We know this. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, oh, my God, they were roommates. So, <laughs> I guess Roxy must have attended uh, the sky with her. Um and Roxy is being kind of a bitch. She's yeah. like, you she's are putting the idea in. She's like, you are a cheating whore, and I hate you. Please come yeah, home. And, I miss you. And and uh, you know, she is planting the idea that in something's Ramona's head Scott, that Lisa. something's going on with Scott. And you know, Ramona's like, so what? They used to be friends like a long time ago. Um, and 
you know, Roxy's like, are you blind? Like, come on now. Like, you are an expert on cheating. Like, how are you not seeing this shit? Like, and... I love that all the exes are very quick to call Ramona on her shit. They're all yeah. like, no, but you're like a fucking serial cheater. Right. Because um, <laughs> she is. Scott's the first guy she does... Well, I was going to say Scott's the first guy she doesn't cheat on, but she does. <laughs> In this book. Um, you know, and and... In Ramona's words, she is spouting conspiracy theories as usual, but it's not that it doesn't get to her. <laughs> Just the idea of, like, as usual, uh, which implies that she's always doing this. Like, yeah. she's just like, you're hanging out with Roxy, <laughs> have a couple of drinks, and she's like, I don't know, man. Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. <laughs> uh, Scott interrupts very inappropriately while he is on, on the clock. He's like, hey, what the fuck? Who is this? And she's like, I'm Roxanne Richter. You haven't even mentioned me? So we were roommates in college. Do you work here? It's like, she attacked me. Did she tell you that? You punched me in the boob. It's like, well, I mean, I figured it out. You did a terrible job describing her on the phone. I guess she put on weight, which is, what the fuck, Ramona? Roxy's like, like I'm the only one. Uh, and she says, and now she tells me she's a natural blonde. I mean, a blonde ninja? half ninja which again this this is a biracial this is yeah. it's like yeah sure whatever. whatever uh it's like does she want why does she want to kill me is she dating one of your evil ex-boyfriends or something evil exes, evil exes. You, why do you keep saying that oh you mean he doesn't know do you seriously work here when did you get a job i can't believe you haven't been bragging about this what scott does not realize ramona can be gay <laughs> it's like pause Dot, dot, dot. And then, so in the movie, this is a switch that flips in his brain from doesn't yeah. get it to gets it. Gets uh, it. Yeah. Here, it's a zoom in on his brain. Which cracks like an egg. Cracks like an egg and a little bird. <laughs> Says, you and her! <laughs> oh, relax. It was a phase. I thought we weren't wearing these sweatpants anymore. <laughs> you had a sexy face! <laughs> like, uh, his Roxanne. eyes are bulging out of his head. He's bright red. <laughs> Roxy is introduced as the fourth evil ex-boyfriend, which she is not. <laughs> <laughs> I, she says, I am not a boy. Uh, he's like, I, he's I, gotta go like I gotta leave. She is a sword. <laughs> and so he's got gets in Ramona's bag. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, Steve, very pathetically. Steven and Dominique are talking, and he's like, that's kind of weird. He says, your friend Dominique's like, your friend is so fired, man. <laughs> well, that's just great. You're taking his side. He's cheating on you, Ramona, and it's so obvious. Why am I suddenly the bad guy? So I want to cut off his stupid head. What's the problem? Of all of Ramona's exes, Roxy is the one who rings the most of actually still having, like, these real feelings for Ramona. Yeah. And it feels like... Because Ramona describes their relationship as a phase. And so mm -hmm. it, uh, I'm of the impression, I've always had the idea that Ramona, like, wasn't really serious about Roxy in the way that Roxy was serious about her. Yes, yes. Like, like and that's the thing. We don't ever find out that, Ro like, Ramona cheated on Roxy or anything. Uh, mm -hmm. But she did, like, apparently just fucking leave her hanging. Yeah. Um, and Roxy's never, like, gotten over that. Whereas, like, right. Matthew, she just dumps. She just, like, right. like, yeah, whatever. I'm not really that into you. And then and dumps him uh, the second she meets Lucas. 
then dates Lucas until Todd shows up. Mm-hmm. And then dates Roxy for an indeterminate amount of time in college. Mm-hmm. Cheats on the twins with each other. Which is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just realizes that, like, Gideon is the one she leaves because she's like, this is unhealthy. Right. This guy only cares about me. Like, he likes that I like him, but he doesn't right. like me. So right. she leaves. Um, and I think out of all the evil exes, other than Gideon, Roxy is really the only one who has any kind of motivation to get back with her. Because, yes. like, most of the other evil exes, like, they are not interested in her anymore. No. I feel like this Lucas is, is kind when, of like Lucas just wants closure more than anything. Yes, yes. Todd is is being an asshole the whole time. Matthew <laughs> Patel wants revenge. Like it's you know they they all have their own motivations, but Roxy's really the only one who I feel like is trying to get her back. Right, because she's trying to convince her to break up with Scott. Uh, yeah, and get with her. Uh, right, and so ramona rollerblades away this is a very summer outfit the the long sleeves but at like at the forearm the right the the very short shorts uh like cute 80s gym shorts yeah yeah. coochie cutters as my mother would call them cannot say that <laughs> that's what she called him i'm i like, i legally like, you cannot say that coochie cutters um oh, God. uh and she's like just leave him alone he doesn't even have a sword yet yet and so uh scott's like oh yeah there's a subspace door over here so they ride back into the door that um he and kim went through before mm-hmm. uh roxy follows them and he Kim's like, or not Kim, Ramona's like, dude, you can't keep running. You're gonna have to fight her eventually. He's like, yeah, I know. And it's like, well, let me demonstrate the, one of the fine, demonstrate several fine ways of beating her up. She's like, I taught you everything you know, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and sword versus baseball bat, sword, a bat somehow wins. Uh, Ramona Ro- delivers a pretty vicious kick to her head with if, her rollerblades. If someone kicked me in the head with roller skates, I'd buy a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> if someone kicks you in the head with a roller skate, you are legally and morally obligated, legally allowed and morally obligated to shoot them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh- <laughs> and she's like, this sucks. Why are we even fighting? Because you're a whiny little bitch. <laughs> Uh, and Roxy really kind of shows her hand here because she's like, maybe I'm just holding back because I'm still in love with you. And it's like, yeah, or maybe you're just a lousy excuse for a ninja. And Although Scott... that clearly does ruffle Ramona. She's blushing. Yes. Scott, who is just a head sticking out of Ramona's bag at this point. He's like, yeah. Very lollipop chainsaw. Uh, um... and, and she says, uh, this is half ninja. And says, half ain't good enough, huh? And she's like, come on, you didn't mean, you know I didn't mean it like that. She's like, give it a rest, Ramona. You're not my fucking mom. And uh, she, Ramona she, falls on Scott, and he's like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget. She lands right on his head. <laughs> ow. And he says, Roxy, don't. And she says, I hope you and your 2.4 children are very happy together. <laughs> Which is a crazy insult. Yeah. Oh I hope God. you and your fucking nuclear family are happy. Congratulations. I was like, is she leaving? I don't know. Why is she leaving? I don't know. 
Uh, and so they're talking, and she's like, yeah, supposedly she's a th- accomplished fine artist these days. Uh, yeah, I imagine a lot of fine artists are evil half ninjas. <laughs> and Ramona is is obviously also interested in her. I mean, like, I that fight clearly rattled her. She's like, she has this gallery opening tonight, actually. She's twirling her hair around yeah. her finger, thinking about going to her art show. Yeah. And Scott's like, I, um, I mean, you can go if you want. I'm not going to stop you. It's just... Wow. Uh, and then he brings up, like, his lease is ending soon. He's like, I, you know, I've been thinking about my uh, options, I guess. I, I can't really afford my own place. He says, well, um, yeah, I suppose you could technically move in with me for a little while anyway. I, I'd have to think about it a lot. But it's Scott's just <laughs> nodding <laughs> vigorously. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I guess there are pros and cons. She's like, you're kind of inconvenient. <laughs> But you have a job now, right? And she's like, and you didn't even brag about it. This is even more of like a very summer outfit she has on, by the way. This is this yeah, is Power Ranger, cool. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers opening scene outfit. Yeah, she has a super cute uh, racerback sleeveless top, uh, crop top. Very, very summery. She's wearing her cute little 80s booty, her, her booty shorts. Yeah. Uh, fucking, like, she's gonna go play for the Boston Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> like, she uh, plays for the fucking Knicks. Um, everyone's back at Sneaky D's. Ramona looks unhappy to be back at Sneaky D's. <laughs> um, and, uh, she's like, uh, Scott's like, hey, so what's up, young Neil? Says, what do you think is up? Nothing's up! You assholes don't even hang out with me anymore! He says, I mean, it's not intentional, man. You have summer classes, and we haven't been practicing over at our place. He's, uh, Kim goes, why haven't we been practicing anyway? We're recording right now. Uh, and Lisa goes, um, Scott? And it's like, you know, he's been turning down shows. The lady who books shows here keeps asking, and he keeps turning her down. It's like, damn, she's shows at Sneaky D's? <laughs> Upstairs. I had no idea. Oh, my God. I, I always forget that... Ramona is staring super hard at Lisa. Yeah, they they both look insanely well. Like Ramona staring super hard at her. Lisa looks tense. Like Lisa looks really uncomfortable, out. and she's trying to get yeah. Scott's attention because Ramona is fucking staring daggers at her. Scott right. is not even paying attention. He's talking to <laughs> Scott, and the yeah, boys are like, they're shooting the shit. Like, yeah, he's in like the like Stephen Neal like Scott like triangle of conversation. Like the <laughs> with this band talk. Yeah. Um, so why are you turning them down? I thought we wanted to play shows. Yeah, actually, and Kim's talking too. So like the other four yeah, people it, at the table just like don't the band see talk. Right. Right. Why is Young Neil not like actually in the band? Is my question. <laughs> Young Neil uh, can clearly play guitar. They could just use a second guitar player. Like no reason because he's in school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But he was. But like they were in a band when they were in school. They were in Sonic and That's Knuckles. True. Or Scott and yeah. Lisa and Kim were in Sonic and Knuckles. And eventually Scott and, and uh, Steven Steve were in Kid Chameleon. Are in, yeah, Kid Chameleon. Yeah. With Envy uh, and Stephanie. Lisa becomes so uncomfortable that she leaves and Ramona follows her with her gaze. And uh, Ramona asks, so what's the deal? He says, I know, right? I thought playing shows was the whole point of being in a band. He's not even thinking about it. Like, that's the thing, is that Ramona is now paranoid that something's happening. Scott could not be thinking less about Lisa here. But now Roxy has put that idea in her mind. Like, and and so she's thinking about it. She's freaking out about it. And now Lisa's like, oh, God. Yeah. And I'm sure Lisa has 
is thinking that Ramona has figured her out that she still likes Scott. Mm-hmm. But she hasn't figured out that Scott that she thinks that there's something going on actively between them right now. Yes, yes, um, yes. But Scott has only hung out with Lisa like by herself for like half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and like half that time was them going to try to find Kim. Mm-hmm. He hangs out with Kim more, frankly. But uh, again, so, as you pointed out, Ramona is in love with Kim, so she doesn't bother her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Ramona's feeling super sensitive about it and is confronting him. And uh, Scott's like, whoa, like what? Like, there's nothing going on here. And she's like, even in high school? He's like, we were just friends. I swear to God. Like, come on. She's like, nothing ever happened with you two. Nothing. No matter how bad you wanted it to, come on. That's not fair. Even if I admit I had a thing for her, which I never will. It's all in the past. It's over. And Scott starts to tell her, like, if you're going to be like this, I'm glad she's only in town for a few more days. But Ramona cuts him off and leaves. And he's like, come on, give me a break. And so he goes home. (laughs) He goes home, opens the door, flicks the light on, is blinded by gay sex. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He says, uh... He's seeing cock... And balls and ass. <laughs> he says, "Who's the guy in the bed? Just a guy." He says, "Just a guy." Just a guy. Presumably, you saw his his junk, and I apologize for that. So, look, I'm really pretty tired. I just, I guess I can't see that. Oh God. He says, "I can. Can you swing down to Ramona's or something? Uh, I'll give you cab fare." He says, uh, "Well, um, he says, oh, listen, some girl called earlier. Did you get a job, by the way?" He says, "Yeah, I did." Yeah, uh, you're apparently fired from it. <laughs> uh, so how about that cab fare? He's like, sure, whatever. Uh, thanks, buddy. Uh, hey, can you grab me my toothbrush and like a clean shirt or something? He says, no, I can't. Sorry, go away now. Um, Scott is walking along the street, uh, and he uh, open th- th- oh, the contents of his pocket again. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Scott's been wearing the same fucking pants and not washing them. It is the same contents, except uh, now he has an added old $10 Canadian bill. Um, and question marks, crumpled up paper? It's Lisa's phone number. And Scott stares at it. And fucking goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Takes a deep breath. Ah! <laughs> Just really unhappy. He goes to Lisa's sister's apartment. It's like 2 a.m. And he goes, and so they're sitting there. It's very awkward. And she goes, so, yeah. Uh, Scott, I want to explain something. That day at the mall, I was doing my laundry, okay? And he goes, so what? She's like, so all my regular clothes were in the wash. I was wearing that stupid little dress and all tarted up, kind of like as a joke. But you couldn't take your eyes off me, and I liked it, okay? He says, you've been... <laughs> You mean you've been dressing in an unusually sexy unusually fashion? Unusually sexy fashion because, because of, of me? He's like, yeah, I guess that's what I meant. That's amazing! He's like, that's amazing! He's like, keep it down. My sister has to get up at like 5 a.m. and she's a total bitch about it. Look at you now. Look at you. Even now. I'm so lucky. He's like, shut up. It's an ordinary nightgown. Oh. Okay, no. I, I put it on specifically after you called. God, I'm such a tramp! <laughs> Poor behavior. <laughs> He's like, Lisa, what's the deal with us? And she's like, you mean, why didn't we? He says, well, I mean, like, what was going on in general? He's like, we didn't know what was going on. We had zero comprehension. We were probably too busy trying to seem cool. He says, man, you're right. I didn't know anything. <laughs> he looks overjoyed to not know shit. <laughs> he says, 
says, she's like, you know, you could have asked me if I liked you. And there's a pause. He says, did you like me? He says, I don't want to talk about it. I didn't realize this is supposed to mirror the moment earlier where he asks Ramona how old she is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. And there's a beat. And she goes, anyway, you have Ramona now. And he goes, uh. She's like, you, and you guys obviously have something special. She's like, I mean, I guess. I mean, we haven't even said the L word. She's cool, but she has her own issues and stuff. And some of them are pretty much, I mean, they'd be deal breakers if I was just a tiny bit less infatuated, you know? And uh, we, we just had a fight, too. A huge fight. Did you Did win? You win? Uh, uh, not really. really. He tells her, like, hey, yeah, it was about you. Um, she thinks we have a thing or had a thing or something, but we never did. And Lisa makes her fucking move, she says. Yeah, yep, <laughs> maybe, yep. maybe we should have. And I love maybe this picture of Scott. This was my fucking, this panel of Scott was my desktop background. Because he looks yeah. so fucking, like, frozen. He didn't, he didn't think that she would say this. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, maybe we should. Maybe we should. Lisa. <laughs> she's like, look, I'm leaving town in a couple days. I want that dick. Yelling at it from a car. <laughs> no, no, go on. He's having his... <laughs> just, I, listen, I've been Scott in this scenario. Just the, the pause of like, oh, oh, I uh, am I in danger? <laughs> is my is my penis in danger now? <laughs> um, and so Scott's having that Zelda dream again, and he's like, uh, the 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 voices asking him the same voices in the first dream is like, do you remember the code, Scott? You knew it once, and. Uh, it says he, say, he says, but you're everything I ever wanted, aren't you? Isn't that up to you, Scott? And it's like a little Lisa. Yeah. With like one angel wing and one devil wing. <laughs> and Roxy is behind him with a sword. Yeah, Roxy like, is actually there. Yeah. And she says, your dreams suck, Pilgrim. Nuh-uh. They're cool. Like anime. <laughs> like anime. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's do this. It's like, are you really here? It's like, and she swings him and says, oh my god, I'm dreaming. She's like, who do you think taught Ramona about subspace anyway? Ah! She fucking cuts off his arm. <laughs> he cut, she cuts his arm off. And then, uh, this is not the first time Scott is murdered violently by a woman in a dream. Um, yeah. It's not the last time either. And it won't later, be the last, yeah. Um, there's this really good moment I want to touch on in book six where um, Scott, after... So in book at the end of book five... Ramona leaves because she finds out that Scott cheated on her uh, and knives with each other because knives right. tells her because nobody else right. is going to do it. Right. Um, and so after Scott gets back from fighting the twins, Ramona leaves. And um, Scott uh, ends up moving into a new apartment paid for by his parents, which is very nice. Uh, and he just ends up sitting on his couch playing Monster Hunter for uh, months. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, that, that's me in 2015. On his little PSP. On his PSP Go. It's <laughs> me in 2015 playing Kirby Triple Deluxe at my dad's house. <laughs> Shout out to Kirby. Um, um, she's he, like, 
uh-huh. you know, he's like, it's only a dream. And she's like, yeah. you know you can die in a dream, right? And she's like, any last words? And he's like, stop killing me. Uh, later, in a, in the book six dream he has, uh, Ramona, like an angel who looks like Ramona, comes down and impales him on his own yeah. sword, which is an yes. actualization of his love for her. Yes. And then he is like besieged by three beasts who take the form of uh, the envy. The women he has wronged. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, the women he's wronged. Envy, Knives, and Kim. Yes. Who then he runs into back to back to back. Right. Uh, well, he runs into Envy and Knives. He does actively go stay with Kim. Yes. Uh, at at the behest of Wallace. Also, right. he, he propositions Knives for sex in that book because... He propositions both Envy and Knives for sex in that book because Wallace, for months, has been going, you need to fuck somebody. <laughs> you'll, you'll get over Ramona if you go get your dick wet. So go do that. <laughs> and Scott's like, uh, I was told to get my dick wet. <laughs> and so Knives is like, no, dude. Um... But we can make out, and then it's terrible for everyone, including it's you, so the terrible. reader. It's so terrible. Um, uh, Lisa wakes him up from his because yeah, he's his fucking dream. yowling in his sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so she's like, "Don't worry, it's early. It's like eight a.m." And he looks at her and says, "What did we do?" After looking at his hand to make sure his arm is still there after Roxy yeah. cut it off in that dream, and he's like, "What did we do?" And she's like, "Hmm." He says, "I'm a little out of it," and I mean. What did we do? And she's like, you mean, did we make out? Did we do it? And then he's like, did we? Like, he doesn't remember anything about the night, and he's, like, scared of the possibility that he did have sex with Lisa. Like, he's so worried that he cheated on Ramona. Freaked out. Um, and she's just like, no, we didn't, because you pushed me away and started babbling about how you're so in love with Ramona. And I started to cry, and you tried to cheer me up. And then we ordered a pizza and got really loud. And then my sister came out and freaked out on us. So we shut up, you fell asleep, and I went back to the guest room. She's like, why don't I remember all this? I don't know, dude. You ate a lot of pizza. Yeah, so he's, this he's is in a cheese coma. This is, again, Scott's memory issues, which are like a persistent thing in this book. Uh, in yes. this in this series, really, Scott has like for for those of you that don't know, Scott has terrible memory issues. Um, he doesn't remember, um, like he doesn't remember his own brother. Like Lawrence shows up at the end of book five, and he's like, "Who the fuck is this?" And he's like, "I'm your brother, remember?" Because he thinks he's Gideon at first, straight up. Um, and. Like, he doesn't remember that he has a brother. He doesn't remember that he didn't break up with Kim. He doesn't remember that he started the fight the night that he and Envy broke up. Yes. Um, and part of this is that Scott represses his own memories. Like, actively, Scott goes out of his way to forget things so that he doesn't have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. He just he compartmentalizes that shit and buries it and just will not deal with it. Um, and the other is that Gideon is fucking with his memories yeah. because Gideon thinks it's funny. Yeah. Uh, like, he did, like, Gideon's been doing this before Scott ever met Ramona. Because by the time Kim moves to Toronto, he doesn't remember, like, anything about their relationship the way it actually happened. Yes, yes, yes. He remembers them as Gideon altered them. Like, he doesn't remember right. that he kicked her boyfriend's ass just to do it. <laughs> and that's um, how they started dating. And so Scott is like, so I actually used the L word? 
And, you know, Lisa's like, God, you really are in love with her, aren't you? This is serious. And, you know, he kind of has a realization that, yeah, I he guess is in I, love. I am in love with Ramona. And, and he cannot give her up. And uh, Lisa's like, anyway, you can tell her the truth that nothing ever happened between us and nothing ever will. And he sighs and he stands up and he's like, I have to go now. And he starts to run to Ramona and then realizes, oh, shit, let me go to my job. And so he runs back to the <laughs> restaurant, and he's like, Dominique, can I, can I, uh, can I have my job back? And she's like, is that the, is that the same shirt you wore to work yesterday? What? Of course not. It totally is. It totally it's this is. fucking Smashing Pumpkins t-shirt that he yeah. definitely wears because it has his initials on them. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and she's like, yeah, okay, get in the kitchen. It's not like we hired anyone to replace you. <laughs> it's... Still says, Stephen, if you, Scott, if your life had a face, I would punch it in the balls. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, Scott gets some EXP. All is well. He's back to work. Yeah, Scott walks into uh, the second cup and he goes, hey, Stacy, I'm in a hurry, but can I get it? And, and Knives turns around and goes, Scott, guess what? I totally work here. And he goes, oh, uh, weird. Hi, Knives. Uh, Stacy's in here, I guess. He says, who's Stacy? <laughs> Scott she has only ever met once briefly like yeah. she met her briefly at the rocket at the rocket it's like suddenly Scott realized for the first time that all second cup exteriors do not lead to the same second cup interior he's like well I see you later like, Bye. and then he turns to leave and he, re- and he the old man in the trench coat oh walks god. by it's her dad. he says uh nice goes oh my god it's my dad and Scott looks at him and he goes oh my god it's your dad and he jumps over the counter and hides and he, she's like do you know my dad and he's like he's trying to kill me uh pretty bad it's like how did you figure out who you were he's like well i was gonna ask you that knives and she goes um well a few weeks later we did, a few weeks ago we had dinner with my auntie and she said i saw you with your f- boyfriend the other day knives but you didn't w- wave back he's like that's not true at all Knives, you make out with boy? Who? Stephen Chow? No, he was white. Cute, too. <laughs> Knives is in just abject horror. She's got her mouth covered. It's like, doom. So I guess I was 100% mistaken. <laughs> She's like, I'm, ten- <laughs> I'm, I'm ten times too young for a boyfriend anyway. And that must have caused my dad's brain to split, break in half, replaced but. <laughs> <laughs> by a purely mechanical engine of revenge. And so, so he must be the one who defaced my shrine. Okay, so the picture is ripped before he defaced Before it. he gets there, yeah. Okay. Um, so he just looks, and I think he just realizes that there are the most pictures on the shrine are of Scott. Yes, yes. So I think the panels here are pointing out that there are multiple, multiple pictures of Scott. Mm-hmm. And so he realizes, okay, it can't be this other dude. It's got to be him. And just mm-hmm. like, he probably wants to cut off your head with his prized antique samurai swords. Man, my dad is so lame. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm going to see if the coast is clear. Pops his head up. He's right there. Ah! <laughs> he runs, and he runs, and he runs, and he runs. He runs into the bathroom. He runs. There's a subspace door. He d- d- jumps through there. The and gender. this subspace. is... Huh? The third gender subspace. Yeah, the third gender subspace, because he is literally in Ramona's head, which is a subspace. Yes. Uh, Ramona's is, there. She's wearing some sexy underwear. She's wearing some uh, some garters, some some stockings. She's wearing some sexy gloves. 
<laughs> the gloves feel the of everything here. The gloves feel the most egregious. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> what are you wearing these gloves for? What the fuck? Um, she is kneeling at Gideon's yeah. feet. Mm-hmm. And is happy as a pig and shit, just like overjoyed about it. And she she's like, "What are you doing in my head? Stop looking at me!" And dives at Scott and tackles him through a fucking plate glass window into yeah, reality. She's wearing some like like nineteen fifties pinup heels, like. <laughs> uh, and she's like, "How dare you!" Like she is so red. He's like, I'm sorry, I was trying to get away from this guy and I ended up in subspace. And she goes, okay, all right. Like, she very quickly, like, realizes that's not your fault, I guess. Yeah, and then and she's, she's like, like uh, just forget what you saw, all right? And he will! <laughs> um, And, you know, she's kind of like, well, okay, I, I thought about it and I'm not mad at you and I was being immature and, and I'm sorry. Which is a big moment for her because, you know, or she, now, she just not have... Yeah, she didn't have the sort of self-awareness to, to actually say something about this and do something about this and apologize before. Right. And Scott decides to be honest with her and says, look, I stayed at Lisa's last night. And she's like, you did what? And he's like, look, Wallace had someone over and you were mad at me and Lisa's number was in my pocket and I didn't know what else to do. I don't have a cell phone. So I called um, the one person who would who I, who I could at that moment. And she assumes that he's saying that he did cheat on her. Yeah, and she kind of slinks down, and he's like, Ramona, it's not... And she says, are you in love with her? And he says, no, I'm in love with... And <laughs> then Roxy comes Roxy. down the stairs, and she's like, what's going on, Rami? I'm trying to sleep in uh, sleep up in here. And he goes, "She, she's staying with you? She says, you guys ready to break up yet? Says, oh, God. And now Scott's head is glowing the way that Ramona's does a lot of times. And Scott tugs on his ear, shakes his head to the side. It's, he's like, what the fuck? And she's like, just, I'll explain later. Just walk it off. And he's like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> and he walks like, into traffic. <laughs> the world becomes a fucking JoJo comic. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, where am I? Is this hell? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he collapses, looks up, and guess who it is? It's Nega Scott. Shout out to the Nega Scott. Uh, and Scott recognizes him. Says, "No, not you. I don't need you. I need her." And like t- storms through him. Um, <laughs> and now Ramona is fighting knives. Is dead. Yeah, Scott runs back, jumps over the fence, uh, explains that that's Knives' dad. And she's like, he's trying to kill me. He, how did he get inside? It's like, he followed me. He followed you through my head. Would you please deal with this? It's like, he's got a sword. Where's your bag? And it's like, it's hanging on the hook in the kitchen, but don't you dare. He's like, Mr. Chow, it's me you're after, so let's party. <laughs> and he, he runs. And he, he gets a great idea. He runs into Ramona's bedroom and ducks into the bathroom <laughs> so that... <laughs> <laughs> so then Mr. Chow is now looking at Roxy. And Roxy's like, what the fuck? Who are you? Huh? Who is in her bed? In her bed, I presume in her skivvies, uh, from the looks of it. Yeah, she's just in her underwear. Uh, and she's like, did Gideon send you? She's like, I don't need help. Why doesn't everyone ever believe in me? And 
Sophie. They're fighting. Scott is hiding in the bathtub. It's a Gideon didn't even send you, did he? This is just another Scott example of Scott Pilgrim being a lazy ass who doesn't fight his own battles. It's like you got, you got swords. swords. <laughs> Actually, he's, he's yelling like, for the I distance. I don't hate girls. Yeah, for the distance, he's like, you got swords. I don't hate girls. <laughs> It's like, you think that gives you a moral high ground? Sorta. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> You're just a pussy, Pilgrim! You're just a pussy! Uh, fucking breaks Ramona's beautiful, like, veranda. And she's like, she's like, man, my landlord's gonna have a cow. Are you guys okay? Scott pauses and goes, am I just a pussy, Ramona? She's it's like, like a- well, you could be less of one, I guess. And Scott takes a moment to reflect. And he stands up straight, walks over to Ramona. He says, grabs her by her her shoulders and goes, Ramona, I know you play mysterious and aloof just to avoid getting hurt. I know you have reasons for not answering my questions. And I don't care about any of that stuff. You don't? Ramona, I'm in love with you. And I know we can make this relationship work. Plus 9999EXP. Yeah. And bursting forth from Scott's chest as he levels up is the power of love. Which is, again, this is just... <laughs> I, I feel like Brian O'Malley was fucking watching Bleach. <laughs> that, <laughs> it's just a katana with a fucking heart-shaped uh, thing at the at the grip. Yes. He's like, now I'm glad I pr- picked that longsword proficiency in grade five. Which came up before, because he got a mithril skateboard for beating Lucas... Uh, but he couldn't use it because <laughs> he had a longsword proficiency instead of a skateboard proficiency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now it's dark out the, uh, and uh, the snow, the wind is tumbling and Mr. Chow puts his sword away. <laughs> and so Roxy says, come on, little man, let's dance. And they jump at each other. There's like a dramatic moonlit moment. Yes, yes. They strike each other at the same time. And she, she goes, you dick. He says, how's it going back there? How's it going back there? I think I just got a cut on my face. He says, you got me, Pilgrim. But you'll never defeat the twins. What twins? And then Roxy just slides in half and dies. Explodes into g- cute animals like a, like oh, a fucking Sonic. Sonic boss. Yeah. And uh, he goes, Scott looks at her and goes, so, you dated twins? So like, yeah, yeah. At the same time? I don't have to answer that. I don't have to answer that. He says, oh, man, am I going to have to fight two at once in volume five? Can this just be the last book? So I never said, yeah, I wouldn't have to fight two at once. Uh, speaking of which, Mr. Chow, uh, sir, I never harmed your daughter's honor. I always respected her. I hardly even touched her. And I tried to behave like a, like a, where'd he go? There he there is. There he is. And then he just nods at Scott and fucking Jumps Naruto away. runs away. Yeah. I guess and... we have a understanding. And then we oh get my Ra- God. Ramona casually just goes, Scott, I- I- I'm sorry. She just slept on the couch and we didn't even make out that much. And I'm sure it was the that same with you. <laughs> He's like, no, no, it was not. I- <laughs> and this just entirely gets glossed over. Yeah, we just move on past this. Scott does like... Scott actively pushed Scott Lisa does away. Not hear this. And Ramona's just like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I was sure that you were like fucking Lisa or whatever. So, like, it, 
<laughs> she's like, we didn't even make out that much. Uh, and he's like, Rona, I don't care. I'm in love with you. And she's like, I think I'm in love with you too, Scott. And uh, she kisses him and we cut to... Uh, <laughs> moving in with her. Scott's moving in with her. I love this first panel. Like, Scott, at first I thought he was wearing, like, the um, the hockey jersey from, um, from uh, fucking, what's that movie? Dodgeball? Mm-hmm. I thought he was wearing the average Joe's jersey. Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, Kim goes, for the love of God, you two get a room. He's like, thanks for helping me move in, you guys. Yeah, whatever. I can't believe you had the audacity to call us over for this. And it's a box and two garbage bags. <laughs> and, and Kim's like also there's this poster if you actually want to keep it she's like what poster the, the idiotic one it's got girls kissing on it and Ramona just Ramona glares <laughs> oh, he goes you know what you can hang on to it Kim you might need it <laughs> what she's like what I ain't taking your stupid poster she rips it in half it's like you sure and so back at the old apartment Scott and Wallace are talking there and he's like you sure about this guy yeah, I am. I feel good about it. Man, you know, I'm really glad everything worked out for you. Me too. Because I signed on a lease with with on a place with mobile like a week and a half ago, and you would have been seriously screwed over if you wanted to stay. And the peanuts laughter. He says, you bastard. Yeah, so give me a call sometime, buddy. Wallace is wearing a monogrammed pink polo. That's very stylish. Yeah, and it has his, his initials on it. Yeah. Uh, back at the Chow Resonance, um, Knives is talking with uh, with Tamara about some guy, I guess. Uh, yeah. We don't know who it is, so I, I think it's a guy from school or something. No, we, we don't know. Um, it's never talked about. Yeah. Knives doesn't get with anyone seriously. Yeah, that we see. Uh, and then <laughs> Knives' dad comes in and starts talking uh, to her in Chinese. He says, as far as I'm concerned, Scott Pilgrim is a halfway decent young man. Maybe you dating a white guy wouldn't be so bad. And then walks away humming. Tamara goes, what was that all about? He's like, I don't know, man. He's speaking Chinese or something. <laughs> he's speaking Chinese or something. Which God, is... I wish I wish I was better at Chinese, which I'm learning because uh, I want to be able to share a non-English language with Andrew, but I cannot mm-hmm. read this. And I'm so sad because I think it would add so much. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like the way immediately after he delivers this, like, Tamara and Knives look extremely crungled in, like, the direct <laughs> next panel. Yes, that's the best way to describe how they look here. They look so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and back at Kim's place, they are recording. And uh, it's like, was that perfect? It's like, uh, sounded perfect to me, man. Right on. I totally rock. Yeah, great. I'll redo all your parts after you leave anyway. <laughs> 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 Joseph is just the ghost band for this entire album. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're almost done with the album now. It's like, are you kidding? Like, two songs are finished. It's like, I wouldn't call them finished. Uh, and so... Now, uh, uh, Kim and Ramona are very cutely dozing off on each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Curious. Uh, and so at they're at a Korean restaurant? Yeah, Korean Co- restaurant. Korean Delight. Talisa um, and her continued success. Hurrah! And so, uh... Oh, Ramona does dye her hair here. She, I guess, dyes it back to the, uh... It's like a bluish color in, um... 
in book five or between books four and five because she does that uh-huh. her hair is red here um, right right which this is also a very good look for her um mm-hmm. and she's like uh so your papers came through and, and Lee's like that's right i'm hopping on the bus on tuesday look at these two not hating each other now yeah um, very very cute kim's wearing like an adorable i think this is like a dress like her hair's in a ponytail again which it is for a lot of this book very cute very summery um she's dressed more kind of nightlifey than usual yeah uh and uh, it's kind of a sexy look yeah uh you see her like shoulder freckles yeah um, so super cute fucking the young neil does not want to be here and for some reason is sitting next to knives yeah they really could have yeah. switched knives and uh or uh yeah knives and stacy could have been sitting in different places here yeah 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 um knives is drinking again knives is getting hammered um uh this is one of my favorite panels too uh because there's a lot of little shit that gets brought up later that isn't um oh shit jason and holly jason and holly down in the bottom right yeah Yeah. (laughs) jason and holly are talking in book five or in book six i think it's Mm -hmm. revealed that um that holly and jason uh yes are having an affair um yes yes Stephen is sitting between Julie and Joseph. Yes. Um. And so, uh, Scott is having a beer. Yeah. <laughs> and she's Which like, "This is yucky." <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, I, where's Mobile? I can't believe you you've been secretly dating him since Volume Three. And it's like, well, he's he has a migraine. I can't believe you're drinking beer. Is this the transformative power of love or what? And everyone says, nah, I'm just forcing him. How is it, baby? And he says, it's he's yucky. Like, it's yucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would like to point out, Scott used to be, like, a really heavy drinker. Scott used to get, like, fucking smashed on, like, gin and tonic. Yes, um, yes, yes. And then yes. after he and Envy broke up, he stopped drinking. Yes. Because yes. he doesn't remember a lot of that night and kind of attributes it to drinking. Yes. Which is a very mature decision of him. He doesn't make a lot of those, so I think that one's yeah. worth mentioning. Um, and in general, I think he he kind of attributes the whole fight to the fact that he's drinking. Right. Um, Julie's like, hey, Julie says to Stephen, uh, "I'm sorry, I've been so stupid about this whole thing." He's like, "Nah, whatever. Don't mention it." She's like, "I mean, what could you possibly see in her? Right? I have nothing to fear." He's like, "Right. Nothing yeah. to fear." And he's like, "Right. right. Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Lisa, they, or Wallace asks Lisa, will we see you again? She's like, I don't really know yet. It's like, uh, maybe on the big screen, right? So, and Lisa smiles very cute here. Says, I hope yeah, so. Scott cute. is drunk off of two sips of beer. <laughs> Me too, pal. And uh, he says, Scott and Ramona are sitting on like a playground. And he says, yeah. hey, Ramona. She says, yeah. How old are you? And she says, I'm 24. And my birthday is January 4th, January 1st. Amazing, I know. He says, New Year's. That's, wait, you said amazing. She's like, so when's your birthday? Um, soon. It's the 27th. September 27th. It is September 27th. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, we'll be the same age. And she hugs him, and he says, don't you just wish this moment could last forever? And she's like, this moment? With your hand on my boob? <laughs> and just a pause, and Scott fucking gets super embarrassed. He's like, I think that was your more your moment than mine, dude. He's like, it was an accident. And they, he puts his arm around her, and, it's, and she says, yeah, this is a moment I can live with. And Very that's how this one ends. Uh, next, twins. So, uh, 
I like this book because it is really the, really the turning point. It sets up the. It's really a, start, a strong start to what is the second, or close to the second kind act, like, uh, yeah. and start to the third, um, because right. Scott and Ramona then live together here for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott uh, fights the twins, the Caddy and Aggie yes. twins, who yes. uh, who Ramona dated at the same time and cheated on with each yes. other. Not great. Yes. They get a cat yeah. named Gideon. Well, she already has the cat. Gideon was oh, sitting on the bed next to Roxy. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, and Scott and uh, or Stephen mentions to Knives that Scott cheated on Knives and Ramona with each other. Yes. And she asks, "Well, has anybody told Ramona?" And Stephen yeah. does not answer. <laughs> uh, Kim tells uh, Ramona about the glow. Yes, because Rona doesn't know that it happens. She doesn't know yeah. that other people can see it. Right. Um, and so Ramona eventually, like Scott and Ramona, get drunk at a Julie party. Yes. Uh, they get drunk, have sex, and she, in the middle of the night afterwards, she's like, hey, did you cheat on me? He says, no. He's like, did you cheat on me with knives? And he's like, no, 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 I cheated on knives with you. <laughs> And said, so what's the difference? Not well, a good answer. You, were, you weren't wronged? <laughs> and she's like, well, not, I think you're... A, not a good response. She's like, I think you're a bad person. And he's like, wow, that really fucking sucks. Uh, and yeah. they go to sleep. He wakes up. Ramona is, like, in the shower. He realizes... Yeah. He sees there's a message from Kim. It's like, hey, I got fucking captured by the twins. Please come help me. So mm-hmm. while Scott goes to do that, Ramona comes out and she's cut her hair, and yes. uh, when Scott, after Scott beats the twins uh, with a jumping double knee strike, yes, <laughs> uh, he gets home and Ramona is leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ramona just teleports away because she can mm-hmm. do that, uh, mm-hmm. and Scott then cha- goes to try to like catch the cat who has run outside. The door yes. locks behind him and he's now locked out. Yes. And so he's just stuck here alone with, like, like in Ramona's house. Or outside. His outside parents gave him a new, apo- uh, yeah. a new apartment. And he then tries he to get the cat back by, by giving it various fish-related <laughs> foods, including a fish witch and goldfish crackers. <laughs> um, he, he then gets a new apartment with, uh, that his parents pay for, gives his uh, brother back his base. So and now Scott... Has no band, no, like isn't in the band anymore, or the band's still like together, sort of. But Kim moves. Well, away. they finish recording. They finish recording. Kim moves away. Steven starts a new band. Scott goes back to work at the at the restaurant, and things are just kind of moves up. Yeah, and then he goes and has like a wilderness sabbatical with Kim. Yeah, because Kim has moved back north where they grew up, mm-hmm. and uh, he tells. Um, like he and Kim have a moment where they're just talking and then he he kisses her and she horribly for, for a second she gets, she like returns it and she's like yes yes and she realizes we can't do this and he's like why not you we were high school sweethearts and I had to move away and you're the one constant in my life you've always had my back you've always been there for me mm-hmm. why can't we and she's like you fucking abandoned me dude yeah i'm not just going to i'm never going to just get past that and mm-hmm. he reconciles they reconcile and get closure there and then he 
reintegrates with the Nega Scott and now remembers all the shitty things he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then fights Gideon. It's a whole thing. Scott Pilgrim as a whole, as a series, is really about like learning and growing as a fucking person. Mm-hmm. Uh, going from being just like a fucking irreconcilable piece of shit to like not being that. Uh, and uh, as I, I feel like there's been kind of a overcorrection in the public perception of this story. Mm-hmm. Because like there were I think there were a lot of boys who are now adults yeah. who identified with Scott and are now like embarrassed by it. And there's right. like the reaction on its face of this dude dated this 23 year old dated this teenage girl which is fucked up and shitty of him to have done but mm-hmm. he is uh, as I said I don't think he's ever like actually interested in knives the only time he ever like makes a pass at her is after Wallace is just like hey go fuck somebody anybody and he ha- knives happens to be the first person he runs into because he yes. also when he runs into Envy asks her like hey are we gonna get back together or just like have casual sex mm-hmm um, and then he just kind of laughs at him. Yeah. Um, like, he just happens to run into these people. And then when he runs into Kim, he makes a pass at her. But the, because he thinks in that moment, like, oh, wait, no, am I supposed to be with Kim? Mm-hmm. Uh, but all in all, it's one of my favorite stories. I read it once a year. Um, like, all of them, just because these books are hilarious. Uh, they are, like, a big influence on me, like, artistically. Yes. Um, and uh, it, it's it's been fun to go back through this one here uh, with you. I know we went uh, a lot longer than I thought we would. But it <laughs> that happens. is okay. Um, you got any last thoughts before we get out of here? Um, I think ultimately Scott Pilgrim is a really human story about really flawed people. And I think a lot of stories don't really want to examine kind of like the messy, embarrassing parts of people. And I think Scott Pilgrim is a story that's all about that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, these are all very flawed people. Like, all of Scott's friends know that Scott cheated on Ramona, and none of them are going to tell her. Um, Yeah, and, like, I think that we don't really talk about, um, you know, the sort of, like, side of people's flaws of, like, the consequences of people getting hurt and what that means for you. And that character growth is actually really hard. And you have to put in effort for it. And that really shows uh, in this narrative, I think, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley has a really wonderful way of like weaving that story together. Right, because these are flawed people, but you want to root for them. You want to like them. Yeah, and at the end of the story, Scott and Ramona are not perfect people. There is no happily ever after. We don't get a sense that everything has wrapped up neatly and tidily, but they are still moving forward together. Right, yeah. They're, they're still trying uh, together. Yeah, and That's... they're choosing to do that. Right. Like, that's really kind of the important thing here. Yeah. Um, also, the original cover for this book had Lisa on it, which is Aww. interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, very human story, and I think there needs to be a space for like these really human stories because mm-hmm. um, I think that especially now we're in this place like. It's something I think about a lot, which is, like, characters are not allowed to be messy in things yeah. anymore. Um, yeah. Everybody has got to kind of got to have this, like, sense of, like, moral purity 
Like, Mm -hmm. everyone has to respond to everything very maturely. Like, no, sometimes people are going to react to things in a shitty way. And it's going to be shitty and uncomfortable. But you got to deal with it. No, totally. Like, a very human thing. Like, something that happened recently in a... At a Marvel comic was that Polaris and Magneto get into an argument. And she says, well, Dad... Um, you know, uh, because this is during the Trial of Magneto story that happened recently. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the Scarlet Witch ends up dead. And Polaris, Magneto's bio- living biological daughter, is like, hey, Dad, um, you see how you keep getting women you care about killed? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, like, you got Wanda killed, you got my sister uh you know, uh, you know, our, you know, my other sister killed and it's, and he's like, yeah, well, you're fucking insane, Lorna. Your, your mental health is in fucking shambles and you suck. Uh, and you can't fucking get right. And it's fucked up and it's messy, but that's like a way that people would react to each other. Mm-hmm. Like that family doesn't ever argue it cleanly. Yeah. And I like that it's not about revenge or about justice or anything like that because the people who have wronged you in real situations are not always brought to justice you just you just like disconnect from them and move on and you know scott nothing happens to him for all the shitty things that he did to knives or the shitty ways that he's treated other people but you know they reconcile as much as possible or they distance themselves from each other and move on and grow right and i think it's good to kind of understand that like it's not life is not all about this sort of like back and forth of like oh people hurt each other and then there's consequences and then you're brought to justice and then yeah, there's accountability you know Everybody yeah and it's, like, it's, it's not always like that it's like no sometimes it's not always like that. People sometimes are messy. people just suck and sometimes you've got to like you got to live with it yeah you don't always get closure you don't always get you don't get your big dramatic moment of like telling this person, here's why you're wrong, and they fall to their knees begging for mercy. Right. Real life isn't like that. And so I think it's unfair, really, to want fiction to also be that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, thank you all again for uh, hanging out with us through these last couple hours listening to us ramble about this story thank you charlie uh for hanging out here uh we had to wait till you were we we talked about doing this before but we had to wait till you were on break from school yes um i'm in the meat churner um you can follow the show on twitter at mcmf pod you can follow me at archer arios a-r-x-h-e-r-a-r-i-o-s the x is a c do not make me explain it um you can also follow me on TikTok with the same username. I post a few little videos uh, uh, with highlights from the show, um, which is how I'm sure a lot of you have found uh, the show. Uh, and again, thank all of you uh, for hanging out. Um, we kind of got off schedule because of uh, just sort of like logistical things. Um, I do have some stuff kind of in the works. I think January I might have three episodes just to get us back on track. Um, but until then, everyone... Take care, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.